Sat Pod. One twenty-four. That's right. It's August the eleventh, two thousand and sixteen. It's the Spanish announce table podcast. We represent Canada. In the Olympic, we got what, like five medals right now? Yeah, we're not doing too well. We're like in thirty-fourth place. We got a lot of bronzes. A lot of bronzes. One Do we silver. have a gold yet? No, we have no gold. As of this recording, we have no gold. Yeah, but we're gonna get one. But we're going to get one while we record this podcast. And you, if not, this podcast will be a gold medal podcast. Might you say that we Canadians are the bronze standard? You might say that. That's right. You, you might. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, like in like rugby situations or some of the other stuff, Yeah, I'd rather get bronze than silver probably. Sure. Because silver like, means you lost. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, yeah, exactly. You just lost into it. Whereas bronze, you had to earn that shit. Yeah. We were in a, we didn't we get a bronze medal in rugby? Yeah, we did. rugby we did. The rugby eights or whatever they call that. That is a crazy sport. Yeah. Uh, this, Those games are like 15 minutes long. Yeah. They're so quick. Yeah. We were watching in the studio, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's just getting going. 15 oh. minutes later, oh, it's over. Okay. <laughs> it's like, That's you it? They won a medal. Score, All right. And it's like 35 like to 14. <laughs> yeah. huh. uh, the sports. three of us are here. It's me. Warren is my name. Brando is here. Scotty is also here. Oh, Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. <laughs> the original three standing upon the podium. That's right. Uh, what's new in your worlds, Scotty? Mixtape uh, t-shirt. Just watching, like, Olympics. Yeah. I have, like, a lot of days off right now. That's good. Um, I saw Suicide Squad. And? It was all right. Are was, you, were you a big Suicide Squad yeah, fan? Yeah, I like the comics. But I, and I knew who all the characters were going in. Mm-hmm. I could see how a critic didn't like it, or if you weren't into comic books, you might hate it. But it's like... As a movie, it's only like a six point five out of ten at the most. I think I think a lot of people were expecting it to be more Joker. Yeah, for how I much was he was advertised. Because he was advertised a lot, but I've heard that he's not in it that no, much. Like eight minutes of it. You literally yeah. see like everything he does in the trailers. Yeah, pretty much actually. Aside yeah. from like a little bit of dialogue. Yeah. And like apparently like they cut like forty minutes worth of Joker stuff. He's it's already like a two a hour good movie. Joker. That's kind of what I heard too. Yeah. I mean He's he, okay. He's he, really underwhelming as a Joker. He's set By no the means bar is he so bad. High. Yeah, and even uh, the, the the animated Joker with Luke Skywalker. Hamill, yeah, yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah, he's super creepy. Yeah, and this guy was just like, ah, you seem like just like an emo, like kid. a douchebag. You seem like you <laughs> had really a bad day at school. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. Aside from that, uh, not a lot going on. I, I had planned to go see that movie, but I think I'm just going to wait until it inevitably winds up on Netflix or Sounds something. Sounds like me at the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. I don't I'm like, I wanna, fuck, I'm not giving that my money. I want to spend any specific money on it. The one crazy thing is Suicide Squad's making a lot of money despite yeah. bad reviews. It did better than Batman versus Superman already, apparently. Yep. And it, well, that's not hard, I don't think. And it did better than Ghostbusters because that lost money, apparently. Yeah. That well, people were, people knew they shape. weren't going to see Ghostbusters before it even came out. There's that, such a weird, that whole Ghostbusters controversy. Yeah. And like I like the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, me too. I I'd probably it. put it in my top four or five films. but People, not, people no. don't like change. No. They don't like it. No. Whether it's progressive or non-progressive or whatever. They don't want it. No, I no just change. wish it was called something aside from just Ghostbusters. If it was like Ghostbusters, the next generation, I'd be like, sure. But the fact it was just Ghostbusters. Yeah. That was kind of like, because now it'll be like, when we talk about Ghostbusters, it'll be like, oh. Wait, which one? Yeah. And yeah, like, the 1981. Only one. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> the real female. one. female. Yeah. They need to put like the gender sign, like Nitterans have. Yeah. Like where the O is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that won't drive more controversy that's already on that fucking feminist fire. Uh, Brando? 
Uh, yeah, much the same. Saw Suicide Squad. I actually didn't mind it because it turned out to be more of a Will Smith movie than I thought it was going to be. And he like drags a better Smith. performance out of everyone he talks to. I know, and I didn't realize like I knew he was one of the Suicide Squad, but I didn't realize it was like if it's about anyone, it's about Will Smith. That movie, his character, it feels like it is more about yeah him getting free of prison than it is about any other criminal and their motives. So it's probably yeah, like Harley, like it's really just like the Harley Deadshot story. Even Harley. Like, well, I mean, with them, like, the way they shoehorn Joker in there, yeah, they make it feel more about Harley than it probably needs to be. Right. Uh, She's really hot, though. Harley Good Quinn, God. number one Halloween costume this year, we think. Yeah, we all agree. Here's Didn't hoping. that happen a couple years ago when she was in that one Arkham game and there was a bazillion Harleys? Yeah. It might have been. It'll be worse this It'll year. It'll be bad this year. And purple suit Joker. Yeah. A lot of that. Lot oh, of, yeah. A lot of white makeup. That'll be tattoos. such an easy costume for just, do, like, normal douchey kids. Yep. That's yes, I think it would be John the Joker in that movie is a normal DC <laughs> yeah, kid. Exactly. I think it would be John Cena for Halloween this year. That'd be funny. I know it's like August and we're going to be talking about Halloween, but I was in some stores and they had like Halloween aisles set up already. Yeah, there's a there's a spirit Halloween set up somewhere already. Yeah. Which Sometimes is I wonder if they ridiculous. even take those down. Like it's August, you fucking savages. You got to get it get it early. Get everything done. Like August we haven't even had back to school yet for the kiddies. It's true. Um. Or what are you going to do for Halloween this year? I figure that out. I don't know. Yeah. I Maybe think the I'm, blue mini finally? I'm real close to cutting my hair. So you might be able to do something with that? Yeah. yeah. I'm real close to getting rid of my man bun. Yeah. I'm like right on the verge of being like done with it. Getting too bald. I got to fucking shave it off. Really? Oh, yeah. You want to go, like, go like straight straight Back bald? My head. Uh, no, uh, just shorter. I think you'd look good straight bald. But I think. you're a big guy. I think that you can pull it off. if yeah. I cut it. Too short, then I'm completely screwing myself. Yeah. Like, it won't ever grow back sort of thing. You don't need it back, Warren. Warren, does your show off that family have hair. healthy hairlines? Uh, my, my dad's side does, but you're supposed to get it from your mom's dad, and he's bald as a oh, okay. Ball, so. yeah. But my old man's got great hair. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Great hair. Not even gray yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Still, I'm not getting uh, that. Still a nice blonde. Don't think I'm getting that. Tinge to it. Uh, um, I also watch a lot of the Olympics. Um, it's good background. Uh, it, it, that, that's yeah. exactly it. Watch is a, is a very loose term. I actually read books and play Nintendo DS, but but the Olympics are always on at our house. Watching China versus Vietnam basketball. Or yeah, something. burn the burners. When you get involved in like a basketball game like that, you're like, oh man, it's getting heated, and you're like, I don't have any stake in this game whatsoever. No, yeah, as soon as you start putting the book or the video game down to like watch the finish of a basketball game, and you're just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> We uh we were watching ping pong yesterday. It was the women's gold medal. China versus China. China versus China. It was Ping Ling versus Zing Zhao or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it was insane. The yeah. rallies that though, like just like I don't even know why any other countries bother showing up. No. What what's the point? It's like the Italians in fencing. Yeah. Every time I watch fencing, it's like uh, in one semifinal, we have these two Italians, and in the other <laughs> semifinal, we have this Italian and this German. That sounds like <laughs> boxing in the Olympics. Like. Most of the matches I saw today were like America versus America. And I was like, this just seems like a normal boxing tournament for the most part. Yep. The best one to watch is weightlifting. Because weightlifting are where like all the countries that literally send one person, that one person is usually a weightlifter. It's like, oh, Uzbekistan versus Egypt versus Uzbekistan <laughs> yeah, versus Kyrgyzstan. Until, until their arms start like breaking. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, that well, we're gross. on Olympic talk. What's your guys' like top two or three favorite events to watch? Um, okay, beach volleyball, and not even for the creepy reason. 
Are we talking specifically summer? Because I strongly prefer yeah. winter. Over no, summer. we're we're it's summer. We're being topical. Okay. Just right. summer here. Because I've got about. Like, we all yeah, go hawk. Twenty two. We got twenty two winter ones yeah. ahead of my number one summer exactly. ones. So yeah, no kidding. Um, I like water polo. See, I tried to watch that today and couldn't really get into it. I like water polo quite a bit. It just looks like a lot of fun to play. I uh, know. Like you just like just they have like, to swim that whole you time. Like, yeah, you gotta tread water the whole time. I'm sure it's a great workout. I like yeah. when they get penalties and they have to go into the little oh. box made out of the ropes and you like <laughs> duck underneath it and sit there for a while. Okay, you gotta hold your breath for three minutes now. Uh, what else? Synchronized diving is yeah, pretty. That's pretty cool. Crazy. We want a medal in that. Like the fact that they can do that to begin with and do it at the same person at the same time a person three feet to their left is doing it. Yeah, it's insane. I'd be so nervous because, like, if one of you, like, fucks up and makes a big yes. splash, then you're just fucked. And then you got to go, like, see them in the hot tub oh. and be like, I fucked up. Yeah. Better luck in the next four years. Uh, ping pong would be up there for me, yeah, too. ping pong's pretty cool. Just because it's so fast. Really? See, like, I enjoy it, but I don't take it very seriously. I do admit that that's crazy reflex. Yeah. To be that agile with it. Well, and maybe I, it, there might be a part of me that likes it because it is so ridiculous that I don't think it should be an Olympic sport. Right. Because it's just a bunch of people crowded around this ping pong table with two people just... Is bowling an Olympic sport? It seems to come and go. I don't think it is right now. I don't think it is this year. Okay. I was talking about this earlier today, and I was like, I feel like bowling is the same skill level as ping pong. pong. You can put pool in there. Different skill sets, but same level. They got pool on TV more than they got ping pong on TV. Or darts? Why isn't darts Fucking darts would be Why isn't poker an Olympic sport? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, international (laughs) poker. Fuck. Fuck it. Yeah. I'll see your gold medal, medal, yeah. and raise you two silvers. There you go. Yeah, you like you, bet, on... you bet with your medals from yeah. previous years. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, what else? There's some, something else. Basketball really like is kind of like the hockey. Of I it. mean, there's like yeah, there's like basketball and golf and and shit where it's like a, a sport that I just know about, so I'll sit down and watch mm. it. Uh, the hundred meter dash. I don't really care about any track and fields, but the hundred meter is like kind of the holy grail of the Summer Olympics. So I always sit down and watch that. It's for the same reason I sit down and watch horse racing because everyone else seems to care about it. And I was like, well, I should probably see what's going to happen here. Yeah. Even though I don't give a shit. The other day I watched two hours of just like gymnasts. Oh, yeah. In general, male and female. And I was just like, it's just because I can't like, I can't do a backflip at all. Like, I've no. never been able to. And I'm like, this is nuts. This guy is doing like, and I, all I could think about was wrestling. I'm like, all right, so if this guy got on the top rope and he hit a double like front flip and landed like that clean, that could be a sweet finishing move. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I do look a little out of those people and be like, he'd be a good wrestler. Yeah. He'd make it. He'd athlete. kill it in the Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> um, there's, I feel like I'm still missing something. I don't know what it is. Though. Soccer. When soccer's yeah, on an international okay. level, I like it. When it's but, like clubs, I just don't, I don't, because I don't know. In the Olympic soccer is kind of like a joke because none of the really good players go because they just did the World Cup. Oh, okay. And I they think. don't get paid very well, right? Maybe they can't get paid. I don't know if that's one of those sports yeah, where it's okay. like, oh, you're an amateur. You need to be an amateur to play. They seem to be hard and what loose with that What about basketball nowadays? Are there NBAers? In oh yeah. Team, oh yeah. Oh, is yeah. it like the dream team? Team, U- team USA is gonna mop the floor with them. Sometimes mm-hmm. Spain gives. Them it was a run always for funny money. when like it's like Olympic basketball and it's like Team USA and it's like pretty much NBA all stars and maybe like a couple college kids. That's apparently how it was with gymnastics this year with the women, where they said. It, it, in no other sport in the Olympics is it just like a showcase for the U.S. Mm. and everyone else is just trying to get second and they'd have to fall like eight times and they still might win. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that sounds boring. I'm not yep. going to watch that. <laughs> Good. Um, 
I like regular volleyball too, like non yeah. beach. Oh yeah. When there's five people out there and like the mind games of like setting it up and then one guy'll jump but it's a fake so that yeah. the guy yeah, behind yeah, yeah. him can do it. Like and it's pretty like, crazy. It looks like they're gonna like pass it like forward, like yeah. the way they're facing, but then they go backwards and oh. some guys like running and jumping there. Insane. I actually think Insane. like I like normal volleyball more than beach, minus getting to check out like well, yeah, women or whatever. Butts. But like the mind games are way and so fast paced, like when they rally, mm. even that's like nuts. They, I just think they can yeah. dive more in beach volleyball, which is what I like. That's what I come yeah. for. Not that they don't dive on those hard hardwood floors. That always I was, looks I like was thinking of that earlier today. I was like, man, some of these guys' knees got to be in like rough yeah. shape. That sound like makes me cringe where it's like yeah, the skin on the floor. The and it's, like, it's the worst. The worst. Um, we have a good trampolinist. I think she's uh, yeah, doing I'm her thing uh, t- tomorrow, too. maybe. Yeah. She was our flag bearer. Oh, okay. See, that's the kind of funny thing is like, People fall in love with Olympic athletes for like a day, and then I feel like sometimes we forget about them. It's because their sport is not on TV. Yeah, it's true. It's no one it's gives not... a shit about their sport unless it's on TV. <laughs> and unless you like break records, like an Usain Bolt or something like yeah. that, and then it's like, oh, geez, we're going to remember him. Yeah, even him, no one talks about him until his fucking... sport is on TV. Yeah, no, no, until the Olympics <laughs> rolls around again. Michael Phelps breaking a fucking 2,153-year-old record. You mean Darth Michael Phelps? Is that... Did you see, oh, you didn't see his game face? Oh, the Where he's picture. got, like, the robot, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's got this, like, mean mugging? Yeah. He'll, he'll be he won a that race. He won that race. People should stop making fun of him because he won it. Yeah. Guy's happy. I'm happy for Michael Phelps. He's a pod activist yes, as well. Yes, he is. Helps with the uh, lungs. He's got that dumb cup thing going on. Yeah. The Fucking cupping. Round bruises on him. It's everywhere. Everywhere right now. Uh, what else did I do in the past? Oh, I played a lot of Pokemon. Go you did. Or red. regular Pokemon. Blue. I'm blue, you're red, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. You were playing the old schools? Yep. Nice. I'm at 143. Pokemon, yeah. We beat it. Then we started trading. We both got up to like 140s. And I've got to wait for Andy. There's a few Pokemon that we can't get. Because we, we both picked the same fossil. So, yeah. So we oh, couldn't get the okay. other one. That, that was, was just dumb. poor communication on our part. And we need, uh, we need the Squirtles. Third, we need the Squirtles, yeah. Oh. And we need the third Eevee. Right. Which EV do you need? Vaporeon. Yeah. Oh, Vaporeon. Yeah. Cool, cool. So I've never, I've never got a full 150 before. That's a big deal. I, I don't think I've ever done that either. I'm very excited. I'm just waiting. And then as soon as I do it, I'm just gonna close that thing and never play yeah, it again. Never touch it. We'll probably, probably, probably even, don't even get a reward. You'll take a picture of that one like cutscene where like, uh, fucking Professor Oak's like, "Thanks for completing the Pokedex." You'll take it and then you'll be like, "And I'll never look back." That's it. That's yeah, the end of that. We're done. Shut up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, too. This is nice, lazy. Olympics. Yeah, I worked for 14 days and then followed that up with nothing for four in a row. Yep. It's quite Straight nice. nothing. Quite nice. I think I went for one birthday dinner, and that was about it. Mm. Uh, I played the Bob Ross drinking game again last oh, night. Oh, yes. Nice. So did I. Yeah. Did you get fun. fucking licked? I didn't. It wasn't as bad this time. I was yeah. drinking beer and not rum, which right. yeah, probably okay. a little bit easier. But and I feel like we got uh, a couple more merciful episodes. Yeah. Oh, Even there was then, no Van Dyke Brown used. There in this was, well, there was, but not as much. Yeah, he was much nicer in this one episode. We modified the tree rule. He didn't beat the devil bit. out of it as much. Uh, no, he always does that at the start. It's always yeah. the first one. Yeah, he washes his brush and then beats the devil out of it. Washing your brush is three second chug. But always the first time he washes the, dr- the brush is, he says, beat the devil out of it, which is an additional three-second chug. So nice. it's always you start off with a six-second chug. Yeah. Which is 
sometimes a hassle. But it is a hassle, and it is almost like clockwork. I don't know if we've ever it's started true. an episode without him washing a brush and telling everyone just waits devil out of it. to make sure that he does say, it. "Yeah, okay, yeah. good." Six seconds. It's a fun game, fun little drinking. Game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I got nothing else. Anything Talk else? about wrestling, then. Let's hit the news. All right, here we go. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. Warren Ferris. We'll start you off with uh, a little bit of injury news. Um, oops, that's not it. Uh, Paige's uh, injury, which they've still not put any sort of timeline on. Uh, Dave Meltzer is saying it might be a little more serious than originally thought because it might be neck and nerve issues. Which the last time we heard about those was Daniel Bryan. And you never really know what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, apparently she might have some nerve damage reg- uh, regarding her neck and back. Uh, neck issue is similar to what a lot of guys have had in the past with serious problems where the problem led to weakness in the right arm. That's unfortunate because she's so young. Like she's like super 20, young. She's 22 or 23. She's like, like There's been comparisons to her and Bryan having kind of the same situation. That's so But shitty. she's 23. Yeah. Like... Once you get that arm numbness, that sucks. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, he also it's not has uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, sclerosis Is that the curving of the spine? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was born with that, which they said could compound problems. Mm. Uh, and Jimmy Uso is uh, scheduled to return from his injury, which I didn't even know he had. Nope, me neither. Uh, that's why he wasn't in that battle royal. Ah, that makes um, sense. All on right. the uh, on the Australian tour that they're coming up to, Australia and New Zealand, I think. Hmm. Uh, lots of rumblings that the WWE Raw is going to create a Cruiserweight Championship, which is not all that surprising because they're creating a Cruiserweight division. Uh, no word on name or anything. And the Cruiser, did they give a date for when the Cruiserweight division comes on Raw? No. But I think it would make a lot of sense to have that all tied together with the finale of... It has to be. Cruiserweight yeah. Classic. It has yeah. to be. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh. Sounds like he's about to settle with Gawker. Hulk who? Buddy. No, I'm kidding. It's the Macho Man shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds like he's about to settle. Did you know Gawker's going bankrupt over this whole thing? Oh, yeah. 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 I like, did not were, even know that. It was like Hulk Hogan won, and yeah. then two days later, Gawker's like, well, we're ba- we're declaring bankruptcy, so Hulk either took all their money or their stock just plummeted and all their assets and value dropped. Yeah, so they're going to pay him $141 million, supposedly. A lot of people are saying they're trying to pay. They have an auction coming up. To sell Gawker, yeah, and a lot of people are saying that he wants to, they want to sell or get that all settled because it hurts the value of their company, uh, having a pending lawsuit with Hulk Hogan, which I can't imagine, especially when it's that value. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how that would work. Like, would it be like whoever like, it can't be like whoever buys this company has to pay this lawsuit out because then who would buy the company, right? Yeah, the no, bottom, no one would buy it under that circumstance, yeah, they just own the money. Uh, the bottom bid. Is uh or the the floor is apparently ninety million. So. Good. There you go. Well, they only need to make you know one hundred and fifty five more. Pay Hulk. <laughs> that probably comes out of someone's pocket. Yeah. Dixie Carter. Uh, and some relatively breaking news. Um, it's not all that interesting. But uh, who is suing WWE now? Marcus Buff Bagwell. Buff the stuff. 
Hang who on, once almost got in a fight with Jason Kiesler. Oh, good. <laughs> you I'd fill. probably pick Jason in that fight. Never met Jason, but I'd probably pick him. Uh, he filed a court lawsuit uh, in the District Court of Connecticut against WWE. Former WCW superstar claims he is owed royalties from the WWE Network. Oh, this lawsuit. I've heard about this a bunch of times. Airing his matches, according that's all according to PWI Insider. Uh, Bagwell signed WWE contract. Yeah, this is all just... Okay, so at least it's, it's not... the same thing that... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the French guy. Rene Dupree. Rene yeah. Dupree. That doesn't ever work. No. Yeah, at least it's not somebody else trying to pile on to the, uh, the head case lawsuit? one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shelton Benjamin news. Do we discuss that? Uh, yes, he is... Uh, not returning. Going yet. under the knife for shoulder surgery and will not be returning. So it sounds like they, they when they aired that vignette for him... They had the medical medical scheduled for the day after on Wednesday. Yeah, and that's when he came in, and they figured out that it's a rotator cuff. And he didn't even know about it. Mangled. It's been wrestling with it. It's so. awful ballsy to run a vignette before you do medicals with a guy. And but usually, when you do, this sort of yeah. things happen. Absolutely, but it'll be bad if he like if the surgery takes a while to recover and he doesn't show up by the end of this year. And like when we look back at the dud of the year, and we're like. Remember right at the brand split when they aired a yeah. vignette and then it never happened? I don't I don't think the door's closed for him. Obviously, no, they didn't sign a new contract because he didn't pass the physical. But, um, yeah, I don't think the door's closed for him whatsoever. Uh, Scotty, do you want to talk at all about Ryback and uh, Sandow? Sure. Uh, Ryback, as we all figured, was going to get released. His contract ran out. He started his own website. Uh, called like Riveborg.com. It's feedmemore.com. Oh, feedmemore.com. If you go to the merch part of it, it just links to the WWE page where all of his merchandise is like 65% off. Sure. And like, that's kind of that. That's good. I like, that's awesome. Yeah. So he's like, hey, still buy this because they still will give me money. Um, As will the WWE get money. (laughs) Apparently, they're probably like, this is fine. (laughs) Ryback is in talk with uh, like management in New Japan. Trying to figure out a number and a schedule, which I actually think he could do okay there, because he's a big giant white guy. Yeah, and like like they did well with like Davy Boy Smith's kid and like Lance Archer stuff like that. Uh, Michael Elgin does there. He could be the next Michael Elgin in Japan. Yeah. Um. He might go to TNA. Do you guys think we'll see the Ryborg in the Impact Zone? He hinted. Well, that's what he said, but who knows? I'd rather he'd make better money in New Japan. Probably. Yeah, what money can they don't have anything to pay you with at TNA? Yeah, like New Japan fills big arenas in Japan, like Tokyo Dome and stuff like that. So TNA's putting all their money in a good fit man named Aaron Stevens, formerly known as Damian Sandow. What's his last name now? Aaron Rex. Yep, Rex. I don't know why they gave him Rex. Yeah, that doesn't look like a Rex. No, not at all. Nope. Maybe when I think of Rex, I just think of dinosaurs. So as we speak, he has debuted at Impact on TV tonight. Uh, and apparently he went and caught kind of a shoot-ish promo where he's just like, I'm going to make it to the top here and nobody's going to tell me that I'm uh, like too entertaining or anything like that. Well, there you go. So it'll be interesting to see the what they do. The last thing you want in wrestling is to be too entertaining. Well, Bound for Glory is right around the corner. So it'll be interesting to see if they put him in a a high-quality match. You guys think he wins the title, like, instantly 
to try to get like there's there's buzz around TNA right now. Well, they they were like all day yesterday when they were tweeting out these vignettes and the like Rolling Stone article put out an article about this whole they signed the hottest free agent and they kept calling him a big deal and I thought like they were making yeah. a big big deal out of it. So I don't know. They could push him right to the top. I think that'd be really cool. He fucking deserves it. Fans are interested because like we all know he deserves it. He got a shitty deal in WWE when he got released. Mm-hmm. Now, not necessarily like someone like Brando, but I know like Warren's like, I'm intrigued to at least see the Sandow parts of Impact. Sure. Warren's on the know. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> I can't really speak to that because yeah. you said Warren is. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Are you, are you, would you be interested just to see that segment? I'm, I'm kind of out on TNA, even if some of my favorite wrestlers yeah. are there. I'm just kind of a one but so product Warren guy was like now, at but home yeah. was like, hey, I pulled up just the Sandow Part on YouTube. Yeah, sure. I'd probably watch Lend that. Lend me your ears and eyes for a minute. But if Warren said, I pulled this up on YouTube, I'd pretty much watch anything. It's true. That's true. Wow. That's how, that's how I saw Warren's it. A, Warren's a big vote. She's the gold standard. <laughs> that's how I saw it. Well, I'm also usually sitting on the couch and he just throws it up on the TV. Yeah. Uh, that's how I watched the stupid Brother Nero thing. It's true. I, I forced it on him. Yeah. That's how that happened. You just put it on. You didn't even intro it. No, it's an excellent started playing on TV, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, wow. He didn't even talk it up. I no. talked it up before I showed people. <laughs> Warned people. Yeah, I was like, just so you know, this isn't WWE. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I do like Sandow. I thought he was super entertaining when he was with WWE. I can never see him being the big star that I think a lot of people wanted him to be. Uh, but at the same time, he seemed like a super cool dude, and I wanted him to do really well at whatever he was doing. So if he does really well somewhere else, I'm happy for him. I just probably still won't watch Yeah, it. oh no, that's fair. That's fair. At least you're you're well wishing. There's yeah. times, Brando, where you are like, I hope TNA closes. <laughs> or <laughs> or my favorite is, <laughs> if we get true. another fucking TNA question, I'm going to lose my goddamn <laughs> mind. I just can't believe that they're still going. That was like one going. of my favorite Brando <laughs> they're quotes. They're still going. God bless them. Yeah, like... <laughs> For like 120 episodes, we've been saying they're going to close, probably. Uh, they'll get there eventually. Yeah. You give them time. I'll dance on their grave. Oh, then I'll dance on their <laughs> grave. Uh, the only other thing I saw while Scotty was uh, talking about that was Stephanie McMahon did an interview. I just thought this was interesting. Where she said, WWE will start to integrate uh, LGBT characters into their programming uh, whenever she feels like the storyline calls for it. I think that's really weird. To, I think it's overdue in a way, too. I, I think it's really weird to have straight wrestlers play gay characters. Well, yes. If they're doing that, then yes. Yeah. Like if but I she, don't know if they do that. If there's gay wrestlers, then by all means, the world's never been more ready for them to be gay on screen. But it was just like, oh, no, we're going to we're ready to have LGBT characters and may, maybe just the way I understood that was like, oh, we're going to make some characters that are gay. Mm. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Just because these guys aren't very good actors. They're <laughs> like, go- Becky Lynch, <laughs> cut your hair. You got a new gimmick. Right. So uh, at the same time, like, you just don't want someone going in there and trying to do it justice and it coming off as insensitive because, I mean, we don't watch wrestling because the guys are great actors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's different than having someone play a gay guy on screen in, the past, in a movie. This has been handled so poorly. Like, I know. When they, yes. like, I mean, <laughs> like, I think like Darren Young, especially with like right now, he's getting a bit of a push. Yeah. Or even when he was in uh, Primetime Players, and it was a well known fact that he was openly gay. Yeah. And it was like, I was always like, that's cool. Yeah, like, totally. 
they could easily be roasting him on commentary because of this, but they're they're being classy for they, the most uh, part. They, I like that they didn't beat you over the head with it. It was just like, yeah. oh, this is a good athlete, and he's gay. Yeah. But you worry sometimes with the WWE the only time and their characters. I've seen, like, seen him on something that was WWE related be like mildly like flamboyantly gay was on Unfiltered with Renee Young. And that was like a quick little interview. Yeah, I saw that same thing. I didn't see that one. But I thought it was good. I thought he handled it well. Yeah. And when he was like, call my my boyfriend, I don't like the word partner. I think that's overdone or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that's more personality than you show on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. May never come to pass. I remember they used to say Brock Lesnar was almost gay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like his character character was was almost almost gay. gay. Yeah. He's going to be this big monster, but he's also going to be gay. He said we weren't going to draw a lot of attention to it, but we were just going to occasionally that, that mention. That just screams By early the way, 2000s. He's gay. Big jack dude, but he stutters. Yeah. It's like same thing. Right. They loved that little, little yeah, there's I'm always a but. Yeah. There's always a but. Who do you think if they were, this is totally a hypothetical thing, if they were to make, like Brando said, a gay character, someone who's currently on the roster mm. and change the, their gimmick, who do you think it would be believable with? This is totally hypothetical for humor not to be offensive. Hmm. That was a disclaimer there. Okay. Gold dust. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of already that. did it. Oh, that's a safe answer. You know what I think <laughs> I'm going to go with gold dust. You know what I think could pull it off really well? If Colin Cassidy. Okay. If he had sure. like a little crush on Enzo or something. Sure. It could work. It that could, could work. be gold. It could work. He could be schmitten on uh, I don't Lonzo. Want, I don't want gay. I don't want people, straight people playing gay characters. <laughs> no, Brandon, you have to answer for humor, though. Uh, I did. Goldust. <laughs> Gold, no, because it'd be like Kane. Paige would be good because she is a, a bisexual woman. Yeah. So sure. she would be believable. It's Remember not she out licked of her Natty? Of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Golden. There you go. Mind games. All right. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, Big Show did an interview. Uh, and said, uh, well, who it's was it with? Big show. The 790, the ticket in Miami. Uh, okay. Double down a comment saying that he's winding up his career soon, and show said that this year will be his last with the WWE. He's going to finish with that Shaq match. Says he feels oh. better now at 44 than he did at 34 and wants to be in the best shape he can be for his match with Shaquille O'Neal at WrestleMania 33. Hmm. So I don't. Yeah, probably that's probably his swan song. Yeah, probably. <sighs> oh, that'll be fun. Oh, would you prefer him in the main event, Scotty? No, I don't know what I want, but I don't want the Shaq match. Why? I don't know. Cause I just don't care. You don't care about anything. Okay. Lesnar matches. I wish Big Show was two feet smaller, three hundred pounds lighter, and was fighting Hideo Itami. That's Scotty's answer. <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> And he was called the medium. You know show. what? If he was wrestling Johnny Gargano or Ciampa, it'd probably be fine. Like that's what you guys assume. It's so funny. Kill O'Neill is the best wrestler of our time, yeah. and we can't take you seriously when you don't say that. That nope. guy from Duke basketball was better though. Well, who was he? Christian Slater. No, his name's not Christian Slater. Christian. I saw an ESPN sixty for sixty on Duke basketball. He was like the main point. I think his name was Christian something. It could have been. I don't know. He's, he's a tall a white ring. guy and kind of aggressive. Was he? How does he play into this? Was he a wrestler? Was he uh, in a wrestling ring? No, he, he, people compared him to Shaq. Oh, okay. That, that was my oh, tie-in. Okay, but not as a wrestler. I said Shaq was the best wrestler. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's better. No. 
Oh, Jesus. Dennis Rodman is Rod Dillon running wild, baby. Carl Malone. Yeah. Uh, ESPN has launched a new uh, site or portion of their website that covers professional wrestling. That happened today as well. So good. They, well, I guess they've been doing the it's interviews happening. now. So it's happening slowly but surely. He's going to catch up. Oh, becoming uh, mainstream. Lucha Underground had a trailer come out for season three. It'll be the first week of September. You know who should be in Lucha Underground? The big show. Yeah, then his career would be a good show. Sure. Off. Yeah. yeah. El Show. Grande. Lar- El Grande, Grande Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Larjo, but I think Grande. El Show Larjo. <laughs> <laughs> That's just them not trying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Like, we know our the viewers are English anyways. <laughs> yes. They just get a name, come across their desk, and they're like, hey, let's flip it around and put an O at the end. Good enough. Mm-hmm. Close enough. That's all we that need. That man's Spanish now. Yep. <laughs> you come out wearing like a sombrero. Cena Jono. Cena <laughs> Juano. Cena right. El Diablo. <laughs> El Diablo Cano. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is good because now uh, Spanish fans can listen to us and actually understand what we're see, saying. See, we're called now the Spanish Announced Table the Podcast for yeah. a reason. <laughs> El Spanish O Announced Table O. I always wondered if we ever had anyone who downloaded the podcast and was like, Spanish announce table. And then like 15 minutes in, they were like, they're just talking English. They don't speak Spanish at all. (laughs) I doubt that's happening. Just a couple of Canadians. (laughs) Go ahead and say that that's probably never happened, but you never know, I guess. You never know. Are these English people? Like, are these Spanish people who would be mad that we were speaking English? Yeah. They downloaded the podcast. They should probably look at the title and be like, this title's in English. It's true. But it's a Spanish. And they'd be like, no. Don't they even spell the word Spanish different, though? Espanol. Yeah, it's Espanol. That's true. That's true. Sap. (laughs) Sap pod. All right. (laughs) Sap pod. Monday Night Raw. Here we go. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The saints, and I'll cross the nation. And it's a sense to cause the face of fraud that messes with me. I opened the wrong one, so I don't remember where they were. They were in Anaheim, California. I think, yeah, I was going to say that. The Honda Center. Center. Home of the Ducks. I somehow opened this coming Monday's one. Michael Phelps just won another gold medal. Where they're going to. Oh, so he broke the record. Fucking Darth Phelps. He's broken Leonidas' 2,156 year old record. He was the son of a Titan, wasn't he? Sure. (laughs) Poseidon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's probably just Poseidon's son. The bastard son of Poseidon. Yes. Long lost. The show kicks off with Enzo and Cass, as it seems to have been doing for the past two or three weeks. Sure. Uh, they come out, they run down Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho then comes out, brings out his new backup, Kevin Owens. This is what we always wanted. Which, yeah, Brando. How are you feeling about this? You didn't get to talk about this last week. Uh, oh, I love it. I think I said before they... Like, just when they were kind of doing the whole, like, back when they were sitting on the ladder and they were involved in the same programs, but they weren't really friends, and they were doing the, oh, we're Canadian shtick, I was like, these guys would be a great main event tag team. And they could win the belts if they wanted. Just a crying shame that they're doing it on Raw, where they don't need as much tag team help as they need on SmackDown. But they don't, they're not really in the tag team division. No. They're just, like, a main event tag team. They're, like, a, they're, like yeah, a they're shield kind of thing. Yeah, they're just beefing the hot tag team right now. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, we get a singles match between Jericho and Amore after Jericho says, uh, I'll take you on when he pointed at Cass, but said that he actually meant Amore. Right. Uh, it was a pretty funny little opening segment. Yeah. yeah. Cass uh, referenced not only Guns N' Roses, but some Sublime as well. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. Nice I pop for line. that. Yeah, yeah the too. cool crowd was like, hey! Whoa, I don't even think they heard song. what he said after. We know that song. <laughs> Uh, Jericho picks up the win when Owens grabbed Ambro- uh, Amore's leg, sorry, allowing Jericho to hit the code breaker. Then Cass got in the ring, hit Jericho with a big boot. Uh, big boot. Big boot. <laughs> big boot, drawing <laughs> the uh, disqualification. So Cass always has to save his uh, his little buddy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Enzo seems to lose an awful lot when he's on a tag match. Yeah. I feel like Enzo is someone who can lose and... It not really fine. affect his character very much. Yeah. Because yeah. his whole thing is that he's supposed to be like scrappy. You kind of expect Oh, that's the thing. The what the Jericho thing he's doing with the with the little dog, big dog. Me and Warren were saying that back when they were in NXT. We've all yeah, been all, saying yeah. that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like we're just like, it's just like the Looney Tunes dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, it doesn't hurt him at all when he loses yeah, because no. you're like, well, the little See, guy. See, if Colin tried. Cassidy were to lose, it's different. That would be like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Angel and Cass challenged Jericho and Owens to a tag match at SummerSlam, and then uh, they both accepted. So it's 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 going down. We're getting we this a match. tag match. Going down for real. Like that. Flo Rider might say. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, one of the reasons why I'm happy with this tag team is I literally don't think with how fast they got as hot as they did, there's any other tag team that these guys could have gone up against in SummerSlam and right. for it to, felt, to feel like anything. If they would have done any other tag team on the roster except for maybe New Day, for the titles, it would have felt like, ah, that's that's going to be Cass and Enzo winning that, and it kind of doesn't feel like anything. Yeah. It's it's good holding. Like, it's a good program for them in the meantime until they do make the jump to – they'll win the tag straps eventually. Yeah. It's going to happen. Uh, need that spot to open up. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated local jobber Jarrell Nelson, who did an interview with uh, – um, Byron. Byron backstage this time. Right. He got his own entrance. He came out second even, which I thought was kind of even better. Yep. Uh, and he's, he's interviewing him and says, well, how, how are you feeling? And he just kind of stood there and looked yep. terrified. I thought, I thought old Jarrell Nelson did okay here. He probably can't talk worth a lick. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> the best thing, right? Yeah. He doesn't need to talk here. Yeah. Uh, it was another squash, obviously. He hit uh, the reverse choke slam and picks uh, up the win. One of these Brando. guys, guys going to beat Braun one day. Yeah, Ooh. that would be cool. It'll be like yeah. one, two, three, kid all over again. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, the reverse choke slam? I like it. You like it? I think it's very, very hard to find a original move in the WWE anymore, and I think this one appears to be easy to sell mm. and uh, relatively easy for a man who is not a catches catch can classic wrestler. Small guy only, though, right? Like you can only really. That's oh, no. big, big guys can jump and fall on their face. But it's not believable. You can't pick up a big guy by the back of his head, like yeah, because it's almost like you're picking him up by the scruff. Yeah. I think you can pick him up by the back. Is like you can pick him up by the front, almost. You, know, you can get under the chin in the front, then you lift. Ah, he's not gonna fight any big guys anyway. Who's bi- who's Hopefully. big compared to him? Apparently, <laughs> Braun Strowman is like. Also, you guys hear that? Practicing nice. his name. Good. Uh, apparently, he's like the nicest guy on the Stone Cold podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm really humble. I got to be in there with Undertaker. Like he's like, I knew I shouldn't have been in a spot to be working with him yet. Mm. So it's like, Good. interesting that like it's funny when you hear perspective of a guy, then you're like, okay, maybe I don't dislike you as much as I once did without sure. having any background info. That's, I've, that I've is been how totally on board with this whole like letting him squash people and the new look and the music and it. Like I like that they're doing. Is he not a Wyatt then anymore? Nope. We would no. assume. No, nope, I don't yeah. think so. He's his own thing. 
And it's going to be cool when he runs into that first wall that he doesn't squash. That'll be a neat program. Rusev. Yeah. Um, or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he's still technically a heel. Yeah, I think so too. So it would have to be a baby face that comes in and defeats the giant. Roman. He'll, He'll be, be a Roman. heel until he beats two local jobbers at once. And then Ryback returns and beats him up? No, they're just going to make Strawman the new Ryback. It's probably going to be Strawman. Goldberg. Is probably you be just him. bragged about it, and then you call him Strawman. Come on. I did my best, man. <laughs> wouldn't, it wouldn't be a sad pot if I didn't fuck up. Uh, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil going at it again. Uh, Young picks up the win this week by uh, grabbing the tights on Titus Nefarious. when Bob Backlund was not looking. So, Oh, did they did they make sure to point that yeah, out? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they are like, oh, Coach Backlund didn't see you. But as they're walking up the ramp, Darren Young blatantly goes, an eye for an eye. Yeah, I know. And then, like, Backlund's just like, Ah, we won. Yep, yeah, you, you help beat me him. out of my sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> All the way up. <laughs> uh, we get Seth Rollins cutting an in-ring promo, running down Finn Balor, brings up the demon, makes fun of his name, uh, says that he wants to be called Rambo. Uh, the whole like Finn Balor is not his real name, and everyone was like, that, "Neither is yours." Yeah, I know. I know. That's that was a weird. Call like saying a wrestler's name is not like, his real name. It'd be different if it was like Kurt Angle saying that, and yeah. we'd be like, "Well, that's true." His birth wish, certificate says. I wish there was one smark in the crowd that'd been like, "Okay, Colby." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst against that was me on my coach. Be yeah. like, yeah. "Oh, get out of here, Colby." <laughs> fucking uh, Lopez. What did he say? He wanted to be Rambo. Uh, Rambo Apocalypse, baby, which is a fucking great name. That is actually pre- fucking pre- coming sweet. soon to an indie near you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so he said that he's going to call out the demon next week. So does that mean the demon shows up on Raw? Or at Can some you time? just call out the demon? Like, does it work like that? I don't think so. It's a fine line the that demon they're, bait. they're towing right now. You can't just call him out. It's got to be something to happen, right? Yeah. He's going to save it for... I bet you he gets the absolute living shit beat out of him. When he on, doesn't show up as the demon? Right, he shows and up as Finn. Gets so the shit beat out of him, and then he comes as a demon at some SummerSlam. Sure. And probably loses. <laughs> Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus going at it again in a rematch from last week. Uh, Cesaro picks up the win. Sheamus cheap shots Cesaro, uh, but caught the referee in the process. As a result, he wasn't able to count Sheamus's roll-up pin. Then when Sheamus complained, Cesaro uh, rolls him up for a pinfall of his own. There's a lot of roll-ups. Another yes. pretty solid match. Cesaro on a winning streak against Sheamus here. It, they're just like they're, he's a good wrestler. Like he's a good in-ring wrestler is his character right now. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It works so well for him. And he, he seems to hate everyone yeah. around him. He's just fine. better than everyone, shoulder. but he's still a face. Like yeah. You still love him because he's good at what he does. Yeah, it seems it's like different. he like only likes the Cesaro section. That's yeah. it. He can't grab the brass ring. Uh, that's his character. <laughs> the Dudley boys come out. They have been uh, apparently taunting Neville, and Neville had to find his own tag team partner, and they made this whole, it seemed like a, somewhat of a decent build of, Who's his tag partner going to be? Spike Dudley. And then Sin Cara comes out oh. using the Lucha Dragons theme still. They need to have like a match for that music. Sin Cara had great music though. He had that like mystical. Yeah, with like, the bongo drums and the ha. Oh, it was great. I don't know why they wouldn't use that again. I can only hear Umagas. It's kind of similar to that. <laughs> but he still even does the it's Lucha dance Persian and everything. Like, I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to separate them, they need to be doing different things. Right. He's got to be the he's got to be the one to ditch too. Yeah. What if Kalisto what... gets new music? Then can he have? No, the... I think Kalisto should stay with the lucha. Okay. Because he's better at lucha than, than Sin Cara is. In my and opinion. that's kind of his taunt always was yeah. the point. 
And Sin Cara can do other things. He can still jump over Go the wrestle Sin Cara ropes, dark but, again. Yeah. Uh, he was wearing black in this match, though. He look, oh, kind of looked like Sin Cara Negra. The yes. evolution has begun. Uh, the Darth baby faces Cara. get the win when Baba and Devon. Um, or no, Neville hits a red arrow to get the win. Those Dudleys haven't had a win in a mighty long time. Yep. No, they yeah, I'm, I'm sure glad they came back. It's been a, it's been a pretty awkward them. slope. Okay. Now, this is totally speculation here, but Bubba, the camera kind of lingered on the Dudley boys in the ring afterwards, and you could see Bubba visibly, like, staring down Devon. Could this be the start of tension between the Dudley boys to lead to singles? Uh, I feel like if they were intending on that being the start, then they would have hit us over the head with it like they usually do and had the camera on them for, like, a long time and had Bubba been like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, they so, were on camera, I want to say, for about, about, like, six to eight seconds. But there was yeah. just... But the whole time, commentators were talking over it. Right. So, like, who knows? It's just, like, that could be just a fill time shot. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, the newlyweds, Rusev and Lana, mm. come to the ring for their uh, in-ring celebration of love. This segment was, was so fucking long. Yeah, this was not good. Not like the celebration of love that we saw. Ten years ago, between Edge and Lita, yeah, that one just was much better than this one. Went not long enough. Uh, was interrupted by Roman Reigns, who comes out, uh, pours champagne, then dumps some of it out. I think at one point, it ends up with uh, Lana falling into a cake. Which, <laughs> this is all wrestling. Segments. I literally like everyone could have told you that upon yeah. the sight of that cake. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what's going to happen, yeah. and yet we still had to sit here such and a... watch fucking nine minutes of this shit. Wrestling All three of them are my dads right segment. now. I'm saying it for Raw. Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Like, this is bad. This is really I, bad. I love Rusev, and I have me too. high hopes for the Rusev Reigns angle. I didn't even or, hate this angle or match. Up until now. No, yeah, yeah. Like Although last it's week, only been one. Last <laughs> week when Reigns came out and was like, "Hey, Rusev, yeah, like, don't." Trash America. I was like, oh, that's a smart match. That might actually get Roman over a little bit. And, and uh, Yeah, I was like, you know what? I think people would accept him as a mid-card champion. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I don't like about this program, too, is that it just... They're just trying to make Roman a babyface, and this just seems like it's just like, oh, it's the easiest way. We'll it's just a, put it's him a, but, but it, it is it's emotion for working, him. though, too. It's too forced. Like, the for crowd was like... As pro Roman as I've seen them True. in a very yeah. long time, like Ro- audible Roman chants, and I was like, I mean, Rusev is just a great piece to have because it seems like anyone they put is as hot as they've ever been. Mm. But that said, if he finishes this program as U.S. champion, does he maintain that, or does it just go right back to we don't like this guy anymore? I have um, no idea. I think there's always been a part of wrestling fans that don't actually. They're they're not too worried about you as long as you're not their main event. Like that's when they break out. As the long booze. as you're not the face <laughs> of the true. company, we're okay, right? right. Like, oh, you're just yeah. a a player on the chessboard. Yeah, go right ahead. Mm. It was kind of like if like what if Roman Reigns was in a tag team, and nobody would care. We'd be like, true. oh, cool, yeah. good for him. We'd probably love him. Yep. We'd probably be like, oh, he's a, remember when he was with the Shield? We go he back to like, oh, the same the best thing. Part of the Shield. We'd be like, oh man, it's so great because they would hide his flaws. It'd yeah. be like. Oh, he just comes in, gets a hot Fucking tag. Wreck shop. Superman punch, Superman punch, spear. We'd be like, back on the Roman Reigns bandwagon. Warren would be wearing his t-shirt again. <laughs> Buried deep in the uh, This man has won the WWE title three times in the past year. Let's Isn't that crazy when that. they go, Roman Reigns, three-time champion, and you're like, that. how? That should, all of that should only count as one. Twice in a month, too, which is fucked. Well, um, the money in the bank will do that to you. 
Sasha Banks uh, once, well, she was backstage talking to Stephanie and said that she wanted it to be a, uh, a handicap match at SummerSlam because at least then that way, Dana Brooks in the ring. What? That made no sense. Like, even as a man who is not literal WWE fan, which, by the way, that was an outstanding debut this Ooh. past week. Hats off to that. Um, Why would you want to take on two? Yeah. Like, come Why wouldn't on. you go up and be like Banner from ringside? Yes, please. That's my request. Get her out of here. And then Stephanie would say, okay, we're going to have a match, and if you win, she's Banner yeah. from ringside, but if you lose, it's a handicap match. Uh, that's what happened. Um... And uh, if Dana won, then it would be two-on-one handicap match. Yes, Sasha won in short order with the double knee drop from the corner ropes. So, she banned. She out. She gone. Yeah. There's no chance they flipped this title back, right? No. No. But I hear Vince McMahon hates Sasha Banks, like, on being on TV. Have you guys seen any of the, like, articles about that? I heard, I read one article a while ago saying that he was worried about her injury troubles. Mm -hmm. But nothing as, uh... Apparently after this week when she fell on her neck again, and like, I don't know how she doesn't get hurt. The way she bumps on that neck. Um, at one point she just kind of got like flapjacked right on her face and like her neck kind of clicked weird. But apparently Vince, like, and I don't know how true this is, but Vince had said, oh, I don't think she should be wrestling on live television. Well, she was at Mania last year. So yeah. she's obviously got to have a certain standard to her already. The fans love her too. Like she's over as fuck right now. Yeah. So I think that really helps her cause as well. Uh, Luke Gallows defeated Kofi Kingston. Big E uh, still out with his groin injury. Uh, Gallows got the pin pretty quick in this match as well. Uh, that was like a fireman's carry into a flapjack. Oh wait, can we talk about the the segment before this that they did, where they were the doctors? That was pretty funny. Sure. Okay. Oh, I, I they had eggs. Yeah, they had eggs in a jar. Oh, right. I forgot about this. Uh, and just before this, uh, earlier in the night when P. Diddy appeared and just blatantly went, how's Biggie's nuts? <laughs> and I was like, whoa. That's, that's just funny. It's a contusion. <laughs> You're not yeah. supposed to talk about it's, the nuts. It's ring postonitis or whatever. <laughs> so ring postonitis uh, apparently is not good if you're trying to get pregnant. Okay. Uh, so they performed surgery on New Day's Biggie, and it was nuts. It wasn't nuts. <laughs> kind of made you want to ball your eyes out. Okay. Yeah, it did. The balls. And, and then Luke Gallows goes, ah, it does get me testy. And he's just got such a straight face. And that this was hilarious. Really funny. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. That plus them coming out in, uh, in their doctor's office. Yeah. yeah. And plus, like, it was funny when he's like, I'm Dr. Gallows. And you're like, ah, TNA name, kind of. Oh, Doc Gallows. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I don't think that was intentional. I think the whole thing it was might just have been, though. Might have been knows? a bit of a wink, though. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So yeah. for this, uh, the club killed it. See, like, this is how Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows should be. Right. Like, having fun. I honestly think they've been better post-AJ. Post-AJ, me than too. Than they were before. Yeah. Like, there's character. Like, the, you're, you're getting them as people more now than... The only other Just time you really got guards? it was a couple of the beat John Cena up mm. promos yeah. when he'd be like, oh, my hot Asian wife or whatever. Yeah. Luke Gallows likes to say ski after stuff. Yeah. Broski. Fine by me, though. Oh, I like yeah, that. Sure. That's right up our alley. <laughs> uh, just non-wrestling news for you fellas. As fellow Olympic fans, uh, Penny Alexiak of Canada just won a gold medal. And what? We so we did win a gold medal nice. during this podcast, as Good. I predicted. Uh, swimming, some sort of swimming, 200 meters of something, splashing around, went into the pool back. 
Uh, after the match, Gallus and Anderson tried to injure uh, Kingston the same way, but then Woods ran them off with a chair. Good. He's an intimidating little fellow when he's the got that chair equalizer. in his, his hand. Uh, then Daniel Bryan and Mick Foley. Well, Mick Foley brings out Daniel Bryan, as it had been announced, which not a fan of that still. Uh, that they're on the same show? That they're bringing him on to, yeah, Raw. Well, I was more okay with it with general managers. Yes, more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If I have to pick one or the other, yes. Right. But this didn't really like. There was no reason. For the, it, yeah, really. they didn't end. Up, do you know what I actually think? Because they announced it on the website after. I think these guys were supposed to specifically say during this segment that there will be no more crossover. Because uh, they said on the website after uh, breaking, uh, Mick Foley and Daniel Bryan announced that there's going to be no more uh, wrestler interference on each other's shows. Mm. And I, as soon as I saw that, I would I put it with like how pointless this segment was, and I was like. I wonder if they were supposed to Somebody announce that and they up. just got cut off by the yeah. by the interruption too early. Because they talked about Orton and Lesnar. Uh, and then Rusev comes out, sucks up to Mick Foley. Then Cesaro comes out saying he deserve, uh, deserves a championship opportunity because he beat Sheamus. Um, Daniel Bryan also worked in a little, we think you're being underused yeah. here on Raw, whatever. Uh, and then Foley makes the match, United States Championship it's match tampering. between Rusev and Cesaro. As the main event, and the winner would then face Roman Reigns at the Sumer Slam. Boot. <laughs> it was neat to see Cesaro in the main event. And the yeah. U.S. title, like for the time being, while there's no world championship or universal title, uh, it's cool to see the U.S. title be elevated to yeah. the main event of Raw. And like when this was all happening, I was super intrigued, being like, whoa. Like, what does this mean? Like, does... Because the Daniel Bryan thing got me thinking that maybe they would poach him or something like that mm. if he loses or if he gets screwed. Or or I, there was a second where I thought maybe they flipped the title to Cesaro. Like, there was a myriad of options running through my brain. But right. unfortunately, the truest one came true. Uh, because in that match, uh, Sheamus did a run-in that uh, he hit. I think he hit him behind the referee's back is what happened. And then Reigns... Uh, or that, yeah, so Rusev gets the pin. Mm. Then Reigns comes out, does a, like, Big Show-esque spear. Remember when he did that? It, yeah. Pretty much the same spear on Big Show on the ramp. Uh, and <laughs> Rusev jumped about four feet in the air to sell it, too, which is great. <laughs> he just, like, straight up jumped and then <laughs> fell back. Yeah, and it looked super laid out afterwards. It was great. Uh, Gotta and then, yeah, left him late. So that is the end of the show. Rusev is still your uh, U.S. champion. Uh, I didn't like this Raw. Nope. Much at all, actually. You said even that you thought it wasn't uh, as good as last week's. Yeah, and I didn't really like last week's. Which I thought this week was slightly better than last week's. Yeah. I did not like last week at all. But This is really a meh raw, like as the poll on Twitter said. Uh, it was just like, it was very on the level of like, well, that was raw. P. Diddy came out and did a thing once, which was kind of nice to see not have to get a, a concert on raw or whatever. And him just interact. Hey, I'm doing the music for the game. I'm out. Um, but yeah, Raw was like kind of uneventful, but it did elevate a couple people like Cesaro yeah. and, uh, Rusev. When is the last time they were in a main event of Raw? It's true. I feel like Cesaro's actually in a fair few. He just never wins them. Hmm. He's, I feel like they're always multi-man matches. Yeah. And you fair. know, it's like, it's a fatal four way to figure out who's going to be a number one contender and he never fucking wins. Yeah. Uh, studs and duds. Well, no, our dud. Obviously we talked about that. Right. Studs. The club? Yeah. Hands down, the club right now is on a roll. Both comedically 
end with kind of just beating up the New Day. Uh, I'm going to give mine to the uh, Darren Young, Titus O'Neil feud. I'm yeah. kind of weirdly into that Me right too. now. Like, there's, it's very well booked. Feels real. Which, for those two, I wouldn't have expected that they would book that that so, well. That's kind of the nice thing about, like, tag teams when they break up and they feud. Mm. They kind of have that chemistry. And it, you as a fan, like, we all liked PTP for the most part. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of interesting to be like, oh, but what member did you like more now? I don't think anyone has laughed as hard. As Titus O'Neil laughed when he saw me, Brando, and four other fat white dudes doing the millions of dollars dance ringside at WWE yeah. Edmonton. You like that. He was you, a big really fan. Like of that. He had a good chuckle. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> white boys. <laughs> you fat white guys. <laughs> uh, your stud, Brando? Uh, I'm going to have to guy who I was trying to think of something different, but I think I have to go with the club for this one. Mm. If you combine uh, the perfectly good match they had with the, the doctor promo, it was probably the most entertaining part of Raw. Sure. Okay. Uh, let's do the SmackDown with Scotty. We have the song. Minus five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the song I wanted. I SmackDown just live, the August 9th edition from Bakersfield. In the Rabo Bank Arena. The Rabo Bank. They'll protect your money. <laughs> Man, Rabo Bank. Sounds trusty. Uh, we have Randy Orton opening the show, walking backstage. He's interviewed by the new girl, whose name is Charlie, apparently. Okay. She seems nice. Yeah, she seems okay. I'm pretty indifferent towards her. She's not but she's not bad though. <laughs> no, as, as no. a broadcaster. That's, that's, that's all we need right yeah. now. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> just just be on the level. I don't need you to be getting yourself over yet at this point. Yeah. Mm. Going uh, into business for yourself. Yeah, just wait till they get attacked by Braun Strowman or something. Then we'll all, feel uh, sympathetic. All lady interviewers on SmackDown. They mm-hmm. got her and Renee. Yeah. And then on Raw, they've used goddamn desk. Tom and... Uh, and then a male announcer as well on oh, SmackDown. Right. Greg Hamilton's on SmackDown. Yeah. Right. Greg. Good old Greggy. See, I remembered his name from that debacle last week. I'm yeah. trying to find it. Uh, he's actually not bad. I love him. I'm a big fan of his work. He, he, he announces it. Just differently enough from anyone that we've ever heard that it's his own sound mm-hmm. that you can really be like, this is different and it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, he just it's he's nailed uniquely. it because it's tough growing up watching it, being like wanting to be a ring announcer to not just like emulate the people that you grew up just to sound the like them. Because you're not going to get anywhere doing that. You have to have your own sound. I think Greg Hamilton nails it. Cool. Randy Orton calls himself the Legend Killer in the promo. Uh, makes a Viperville joke, and then ADR comes in and goes like, ha-ha, Viperville, and challenges him to a match later on SmackDown this evening. What do they, uh, what are they calling Del Rio again? Uh, Execution of Excellence. Es- essence? Excellence? Essence, essence of, of Excellence? Execution? Essence of Execution. Uh, essence like, of Excellence? What's Mexico's like? greatest it's export two there. two out of those three words. <laughs> <laughs> you can put them in whatever order yeah. you like. Yeah. It's the a Execution of Excellence. A real weird name for him. Bray Wyatt cuts a promo on Dolph Ziggler, calls himself a god, says he can't be killed. Uh, pretty solid promo from Wyatt. I'm still loving his whole dreads look. Yeah, me too. Me uh, and said that. And then he quote says, Bray Wyatt versus the whole damn world, which on the Stone Cold podcast, Ambrose had blatantly said that's what his character is or what he thinks his character is. Oh, yeah, he did too. Yeah. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. So it's kind of funny, and then like immediately Ambrose comes out, and I was like, "Oh, gimmick infringement here." He's like, "Did you not see Stone Cold podcast the night before?" Mm. Said this. Uh, so Ambrose comes out, calls Wyatt a baby, 
says, SmackDown Live doesn't belong to him. It belongs to me and the fans. Of course, Ziggler comes out. Ziggler marches right to the ring and goes after Eric Rowan. I thought this was a cool spot with Dean Ambrose, who's usually the crazy one, being like, oh, I know what you're doing. I'm not going to go in there one-on-two. And then Dolph Ziggler just, like, walking by, looking at him and running into the ring. And getting the shit kicked out of him for a little bit. Like, it seems like Dolph Ziggler almost has to, like, with Ambrose, be like, I'm fearless. I'm just as brave as you can. You he's, are. He's doing, like, that, like, yeah, nothing to lose. Yeah. Crazy underdog shtick. Uh, so, yeah, the number game eventually uh, catches up with Dolph, as we said. Ambrose comes in to make the save. Kind of doesn't really work out. Uh, Ziggler ends up super kicking Ambrose, and Y goes for a sister Abigail on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Otong, oh, David Otunga's commentary is terrible. It's it is awful. awful. Like, and I think I figured it out is that he's just, he's such a low energy dude that he just kind of like, yeah, these guys really need to do. And you combine that with more Ronella, who's like, oh my God, we're going to, like, he's so high energy that it's just the contrast of the two of them. I playing with Marl Ronella if it was going down. He's a loud like, dude. Oh my God. Mamma mia. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh. I'm not a, a salient I, point. <laughs> I, uh, Dude, that, that's why him and Daniel Bryan are great together because they like just get excited together yeah. on the Cruiserweight Classic. I love when Daniel get because he gets legitimately excited. Daniel Bryan's yeah. just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> that that is the best. Like, like the a thing kid. I, I know yeah. like, he's just like if any of us yes. were watching wrestling but had it together enough to also be a good commentator. Yeah. Where he's like in mid sentence and then he's like, oh my god, he chopped him in the face. He loves that. That's his favorite oh, yeah. thing. Flee <laughs> this right in the jaw. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I don't like the Otunga. Otunga can go away anytime. Now. Yeah. And like, I know we were talking about the whole like, because he's colored or whatever. Diversity. He's okay on the pre show. I like yeah. him. I like him talking about the pre show because the pre show should have that kind of just like, hey, it's calm before the storm. Exactly. Raw. Exactly. But here, he didn't help sell any of the intensity of the Wyatt attack or. Ziggler accidentally super kicking Ambrose. He's like, oh, geez, I, I don't think he meant to do that. Like, and they're letting him get his time. Like, they're letting him do the the match screen setups coming up later tonight. You'll have this and match, you know but what? he's not good at that either. Yeah, I think they're letting him do all that stuff because that's, like, the least damage. It's like, at least you got a script for right. this, right? You're not trying to, like, be the sharp. energy. And, like, yeah. even when Morrow does it, it'll it be like, fly. coming up later tonight, we've got Daniel Bryan versus, like. Like, yeah, exactly. When Mar- <laughs> Ronaldo does it, you're like, I'm not changing the channel. Yeah, I'm fired up for that. If well, he's that fired up. call me on this phone and just go, why did you change the channel? <laughs> I'm legitimately afraid he's going to do that. It's true. He might do it. He'll fucking retweet you for yeah, sure. Retweet yeah. City. Remember when I was stoked? I was like, dude, yeah. Marvin all retweet. And you're like, no, that's, Scotty, that's, that's not a hype one. Uh, no, no. I was like, it's not like a natty retweet. Did we get a natty retweet? Yeah, I get natty retweets sometimes. Nice. And Sapo's gotten them a couple nice. times. Nice. Uh, backstage, uh, Ambrose is like, what the fuck to Ziggler? Mm. And then Daniel Bryan comes to break up the fight. Good old Daniel Bryan. Uh, th- th- again, under check. this yeah. is when, when it's stuff like this that I do not like him as a GM. Exactly. Because he's three feet shorter than both guys where he's like, is that allowed, fellas? And his arms are like yeah, straight up. Yeah, he's like, whoa, 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 there, fellas. You can't Stretching his arms these out. two up, man. You're like, tiny. Daniel, you're only going to be able to like separate these guys if you get them on the mat. I mean, it doesn't, and it doesn't necessarily like you don't have to be a big dude to be a gm that's not what i mean but he just doesn't have that power would you rather tom the, phillips supposed to be wrangle some GM? talent you can't wrangle some talent when right. you're when you're that small like you have to have that leader voice that that like titus o'neill voice yeah 
He rallied the troops. Back him up! <laughs> was about to do it. Do it! <laughs> you get him back! <laughs> Who was that? Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker, yeah, right? Yeah. He's uh, just like, Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker are oh, never going to fight again nope. when Titus O'Neil's no, around. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Titus O'Neil's like a mega dad of the year or whatever. That's true. He, he knows how to he yell at his poor children are probably just like, <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That's, that's why his kid let him kiss him on the says. lips. <laughs> he knew, I don't want dad to yell at me later for denying him. <laughs> Is that going to be what the fuck moment of the year, you think? Which what? Titus O'Neil kissing his kid on the lips. Oh, that's fine. Lots of parents. No, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Oh, really? I don't know. I thought that was weird. Oh, my parents used to do that to me, too. Oh, really? That age, to yeah. what age, Warren? High school. Grade 10, probably. That's when, oh. I, when I kind of was like, okay, that's enough. Oh. Yeah. I'm good. Okay, I don't want to be judgmental, and everyone's relationship with their parents is unique. Brandon, you get kissed on the lips by your parents? Yeah, mine was... Prefer, your dad would kiss you on the lips? Yeah. Oh. Mine was till when I was younger. Uh, I got lost kisses on the cheek from my mom. Yeah, oh yeah, but that, me that mom, never goes away. Like me and my mom have a phenomenal relationship, and we don't even really hug. Like when we, like it's just like see ya, yeah. we'll see ya later. See ya. Fair enough. Everyone's relationship is different. And say that my parents don't kiss me ever. They just so. shake their head yeah, at you. A giant disappointment. No, they just yeah, they just <laughs> get out of my house. That piece of shit, son of mine. Piece of shit. All right. <laughs> Moving on to not pieces of shit, American Alpha taking on maybe indie pieces of shit. Yeah. Mike O'Shea <laughs> almost, and almost Mike Vega. I think that's their gimmick name, actually. The Piece indie of pieces of shit. Oh, uh, yeah, the POSs. <laughs> People thought it was prisoners of the system? Nope. No. Nope. Pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. Uh, those are local Indiana guys from Bakersfield. Nice. Uh, they're actually not bad wrestlers. The one dude was massive. He yeah. was a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw him, I'm like, that. Uh, that's my favorite wrestler of all time. Warren-esque beard, too. Yeah. Warren's like, they brother. signed this guy, I'm in. And yeah. he took a hip toss. That was it. And that's beautiful it. And he one. wasn't even a legal man. He just took a hip toss. And I then, wouldn't even call it a beautiful one. We had to no. rewind and make sure he didn't almost fall on his head. I thought he almost died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like, give the big guy credit oh here. <laughs> he didn't get over. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he had just rolled out of the ring, and he never saw him again. <laughs> He just rolled to the outside and died. He's just like laying on his back, like heavy breathing, being like, oh, fuck, that was he close. He was too fat. He never <laughs> stood a chance. Jason Jordan's like, lordy, halfway through. He's like, he ain't gonna make it. Tuck the chin, big fella. Tuck it. Tuck it now. Gable's just like gear in the headlights when he's coming forward. Like, ah, this is I not gonna work. I can't do anything. Yeah. What the fuck? This has got to be all uh, you, JJ. I'm a big fan. Big fan of that guy. Oh, man. Okay, so all the other SmackDown tag teams came to ringside. We had the Ascension, followed by the VOD villains, and then uh, everyone's favorites, the Hypros. This was like... Say that definitely sarcastically. This got like just so much more... Like everyone was more groan-worthy than the other. That's the thing. Like when this happens, when you bring all these teams out like this, it really just shows you how fucking thin they are as far as tag teams on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, when the guys that you just called up two months ago are at the top of your fucking card... That's trouble. And I think, like, you're... I think they're pretty thin on Raw, too. Like maybe not quite as thin. But, like, when I look past the... Raw has more teams I'd be willing to watch in a title or a title picture. Sure. And maybe they have more teams that have been around long enough to be established. But when I look at it, it's, like, the club, the New Day, and... Uh, Enzo Cass. And Enzo and Cass. And then I feel like there's, like, a kind of a drop-off where I was like... Eh. Or which one are the Usos on? Usos are on SmackDown. SmackDown? Okay. Which is true, but with um, the, them the one, one being cool hurt. thing to look at it on SmackDown is this is like literally all the NXT teams from like a couple years it's ago. True. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, 
this is the future of mm -hmm. tag team wrestling, debatably, depending on how these guys get pushed. Because all of a sudden, maybe the VOD villains are alive again. Maybe not. Or maybe the Ascension finally get a chance. Mm. Well, and that when the Ascension came out, and me and Warren were both kind of groaning, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Is like this is what we were saying was going to be a positive of the brand split is that now these teams that had just turned into garbage were going to get a chance to be yeah. something better. So hopefully, hopefully they are, and hopefully it's not just okay. No, they're still garbage. They're just garbage that needs to be used more now. They did uh, on the WWE website. I think they teased something. I was reading it earlier today. It said something along the lines of uh, with rumors circulating that they might bring back a tag team championship for SmackDown. Uh, who will, and it runs through all those lists, and then right at the end it said something along the lines of, or will we see a new tag team make their way to SmackDown? Right. So, there's always the opportunity or the potential that they could be bringing a tag team. Me and yeah. Warren, I was, uh, we were spitballing. How great would the Bucks be? That'd be good. Um, be fucking awesome. Actually. We were saying if you were because Daniel Bryan was going on about how he didn't want to have like a dumb name like the Universal Championship, the Milky Way Tag Team Championship. Yeah, yeah he's he's just really going after him about that. But um, he does it in such a funny way where he it doesn't look like he's being malicious, but he totally is. He's like a little kid, like <laughs> taking pot shots. It's like, oh, we're not gonna do that. It's true. Um, we were saying what better time to have your next Dusty Rhodes Classic. And have it, Ooh. and have the winner get like the Dusty Rhodes tag team titles, and then wow, that, the and then DR that could tag be, titles, yeah. and then you could that could be like a more organic feeling way to start a new tag team. And what a great way to pay tribute to like one of the most important wrestlers yeah. of all time. Dusty's just such a great name too. You call him the Dusty titles. You call him the yep. like Rhodes tag team titles. You call them the American Dream Tag Team Championships. The American Dream Tag Team Championships. American Alpha first team to win. There you go. So, yeah, I was thinking that that would be because I just like other than that, I'm like you have to call them like the World Tag Team Titles or something kind of unoriginal, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's how do you do well, that I'm line between something original but not the Universal World Championship? I always thought it was weird when there was two tag titles. And I was just like, I just always was like, no, they're just both the World Tag Team Championship. And one is blue belt yeah. and one is like normal looking gold belt. Um, yep, yeah, back to this though. Uh, American Alpha Clean House um, really put on a clinic against the local jobbers as they should. Even the facers are getting fed guys. Yeah. Squashes used Cutting. to always be like heel stuff. Yeah, generally, generally for the heels. So interesting here. I think that Jordan and Gable looked amazing. Uh, post-match, all the other tag teams get in the match to brawl. And once again, American Alpha cleans house, and they're kind of like, you want some, come get some, like bring it in the ring kind of mm. thing. Mm. And then Kurt Angle comes out and aligns himself with them. We can only hope. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Becky Lynch. Assuredly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch, no relation to Brando, mm. taking on Thank Eva God. Marie. Her in-ring <laughs> debut, take two. Uh, this time it's going to work. This time it's going to work. I was hopeful. I like how when she went up to the turnbuckle and she came down. And she teased it a little bit. She kind of teased like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, oh, the muscle. Okay, and then yeah, she walked out. She's like, no, no, it's good. And she like gestured yeah. to the crowd too. Like, yeah. don't you worry. We're, we're good. This time we're, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the camera's on Becky Lynch. She's, you know, doing her little bouncy dance, the Brock Lesnar dance or whatever, getting ready to go. And all of a sudden, even Marie doesn't have like the neck part of her top on anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Titties this, on the verge this of like, caught all of us so... Titty like, Bojangles like, hanging out. 
we were all just so like, whoa! Like, when yeah. the camera got like... I know. Like, Hello. Yeah. And I didn't know about that prior. Yeah. Like, because I watched SmackDown like hours later that night. Yeah. So I kind of was just like, oh, let's... Like, I didn't see anything on Twitter about this. Mm. So I was like, oh, geez. Like, you don't come that close to nudity in WWE anymore. Nope. It's true. So, interesting. Uh, I, I like how they're doing this. Like, yeah, me too. Brilliant. Like, the, the whole... The whole build for Eva Marie is actually yeah. really great. Like it's it's great. And then you know, put a towel on her wardrobe malfunction, she can't compete. Who else do we get but debuting on her fucking birthday? Alexa Bliss. Which I was That's fucking stoked. Yep. Fired up above. Oh, I was so fired up. Yep. And then for her to not only debut on her birthday, but win is awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. So she uh she gets a distraction. The match was good by itself. Then Eva Marie's music hits again. And I loved the announcer. Now, finally ready to compete. Yeah. <laughs> Eva Marie. So that guy's live? He must be. Yeah, like, that's what's I guess fucked. So. I thought that was pre-recorded. So did I. Like, I think that one track's pre-recorded. You know, I wonder who it is. Maybe it's Greg Hamilton. Maybe. He's doing it from the ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick if he did Actually, it live. Actually, it does kind of sound like that Scott Stanford guy. If it was Scott Stanford, like I'll tweet was, Scott Stanford. He really He'll tweet us back. His voice on, it, it could be him. Ask him. Just ask him. Ask him. Yeah. Uh, a little distraction off that. Uh, Alexa Bliss hits the Twisted Bliss, which did they used to have a different name? Uh, they did. It was called like the Glitter something. Yeah. Oh, it was called like the Glitter. Glitter Bomb. bomb glitter Bomb or I Glitter think. Salt or yeah. something like that. So Alexa Bliss wins on her birthday. Uh, they still do have to do a bit of work with her just because when she came out and cut that promo before the match, you could tell that people were like trying to figure her out, like face, you heal. Yeah, what am I that's kind of like do? half. It's gonna be the... tough when you get because all the smarts pop for her, and then everyone else is just like, "Is she a good I guy?" I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the in crowd's like, "Yes!" And then everyone else is like, hmm? "How do we react?" Let Especially me know, when guy you've got me. this influx of all this new talent from some people right. that don't watch NXT. Like you get American Alpha, and you saw Carmella last week, and this Eva Marie. Maybe a lot of people still don't really know about her. Um, that you're just getting this influx of all this new talent that How you got to try know and about her? figure out. She won out. the 2013 Diva right. Search. Right. We looked that up. We figured that it's out. It's a real thing. Yeah. It just was not Yeah, aired. it just wasn't on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so when they say it, everyone goes, that's not a thing. But what? if you look it up, they did hold the contest. And they, I remember, like, for some reason, this memory is, like, vivid in my brain. But I remember them bringing all the women out on Raw. From the 2013 Diva Search. Really? Yeah. Oh. Must have been before it started because they still had, like, 11 of them. Um, and King was in the ring and being like, these are all your Diva Search contestants. And then Eva Marie was the only one who did anything oh, and, she slapped, and slapped them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Are you yeah. sure that wasn't no, the that Total, was Divas? Total Divas? I'm pretty sure that was Total Divas. That was, that no, because the... I, I didn't know who any of them were. That was the Brie Bella nipple slip. Yeah, that's like, I don't think so. that's like season one Total Divas, yeah. isn't it? Like They're yeah. like, this new show. I thought I remembered not knowing no, any of those No, they never put those broads on a stage. Maybe you're right. It could be, because I'm pretty sure Eva slapped Jerry at that same, like, the same thing for that. And we, uh, and we just Divas never thing. seen her before? Was that where she debuted? Was on Divas? I feel like it. Because I had never seen her in my life Because I remember when Total Divas showed up, I was like, who's Eva Marie and who's JoJo? Mm. And, and they were both kind of trying to be on the main roster at this point. Mm. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are, like, Total Divas, like, people who are hired for Total Divas is what it felt like. Right, being all pushed on the main roster. Oh, yeah, uh, I'll maybe. try and figure that out. You might be right while we talk here. Uh, just so you guys know, Eva Marie will be uh, attempting her debut next week. She says, "Don't worry, fans. Next week for sure." 
So what happens next week? Because I don't think she debuts until like a pay per view, SummerSlam or yeah, something. Probably. Okay, I don't know. Like, I thought wardrobe malfunction would have been the last yeah. thing they would have gone for. So now I'm like, where do they go from here? Yeah. And why do I care so much? I know, but it's gonna be like, one I of the still best don't parts like of SmackDown. her. But now I'm like, <laughs> like I was explaining this to Victoria, where I was like, man, they're doing this great thing with Eva Marie, where she doesn't really wrestle, but people are gonna have this demand for her too. And she was like. So you like her now? And I was like, no, I still am not. I'm, I'm slowly becoming indifferent. Right. Because they're hiding the flaws. Oh, uh, yeah. It was the total Divas thing. Really? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. there you go. Yep. Yeah, the other thing I thought when you guys said it was I didn't think to- uh, JoJo was even on the first season of that. Only on the first season. Was, was that what it was? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. She seemed like a nice girl. Indeed. That, that was the uh, three nipple slip, too. Veteran match. Randy Orton taking that's, on. That's why I remember so long. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio. Uh, it was like a fairly long match for them, but I feel like these are guys who do kind of deserve the ring time. Yep. Alberto had a wardrobe malfunction, and there was no match. <laughs> yeah. Dong Rio made a Dong. debut again. Oh, Dong, Dong Rio. Uh, Orton did a nice catapult spot, uh, which is funny here. Brando, do you miss? did you miss Randy Orton? Like just some of his in-ring arsenal? I, I always liked Randy Orton because he was more of a surefire good match than a lot of guys. But I, I as less than you guys, but as much as anyone else, Randy Orton's been around for a very long time. So my interest in him can only be so high. It's as high as it's been in a while because he's been gone for so long. But I get the fact that he only has so much more fresh stuff he can do. I'm hoping some of these new guys... Working with him will be fun and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, but he's a good worker. He's yeah. a really good worker. And he's got some like signature spots that are really cool, like the draped DDT and shit like that. He was a good worker back when there was like only a few good workers mm-hmm. who were also good characters. Yeah. He was there in like, like back, back in like the 2005s and stuff where. Like he started young enough there where he was okay. Yeah. In that 2005, 2006 era that when it became kind of the drought of like the 2008, 2009 when a lot of guys left. Yeah. Uh, like Orton was like carrying the company to a degree. Well, and when people were complaining about how all the top stars are just like the John Cena's and the whatnot where it's just like, oh, yeah, they're. They're just like the faces of the franchise, but none of them are entertaining wrestlers. I always thought Randy Orton was like the one guy who was like, well, at least you're interesting in the ring. Uh, yeah, he did the Garvin stomp yeah. in this match. Uh, he had a really cool catapult spot on the bottom rope against Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Uh, ADR hits a cross arm, broker, uh, cross arm breaker on the rope for a four count. Uh, ADR tries to avoid the RKO. Uh, when he does that, Randy takes out the monitors of the table. ADR then picks up a steel chair and hits him twice with it. Uh, so Orton wins via DQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when somehow he hits him with a chair out of the ring, and then did Randy roll into the ring? Yes. Okay, so Randy rolls into the ring. ADR follows with the chair. And as he's going for that third chair shot, RKO out of nowhere. There you go. And it looked kind of cool mm-hmm. having the chair up in the air like mm-hmm. that. We've gotten to the point where the RKO out of nowhere is very... It's hard to get that genuine. It's it's very in somewhere. Yes, like we always you see, see it coming. coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the crowd pop though for it. Yeah. So, but I think that's a move the crowd will always pop yeah, no, for. It's a fun move. I like how they finished this match. I was worried that they were just going to bury Del Rio again. Yeah, bodes well for him that they would not give him a clean loss yeah. when mm-hmm. it's your guy who's like one of your main event of your pay per views. He needs all the help he can get. Right. Yes, yeah, sir. So. Yeah. Uh, the Del Miz. Rio. 
pulls up in an Audi that looked a lot like a Lamborghini. Uh, Miz is mad about not being on the cover of the latest WWE Scooby-Doo film. Right. As well uh, as. Which, actually, yeah, him and Scooby had a decent little back and forth, yeah. I thought. Okay. Uh, no, you didn't like this one? Yeah. Nah. It just what? seems too forced. Are you not ready for Scooby-Doo to be a set of SmackDown? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was just hoping that they would have somebody take the head off and reveal it to be like, it was me. Yeah. Is it Paul Cruz, sucker? Oh, geez. It was me all along. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Miz got locked in the mystery machine and Scooby apparently stole his car. Hmm. So there's your cross promotion there. Uh, they also did that on Raw, which we didn't talk about with Truth and uh, Oh, Gold yeah, Dust. Truth and uh, Goldust. Yep. So it was pretty much the exact same thing. Just Scooby-Doo was there. Mystery machine was there. They argued and then all went and go. I, I like the one Scooby moment snacks. when our truth goes, Scooby wouldn't do that to Shaggy. There, I said it. And then like Scooby's all offended. <laughs> our truth is all right. He's, he's pretty good. I'm trying to drag <laughs> the laughs out of Warren. What did he say? He said in that, uh... I've been replaced by man's best friend. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, fuck. I can't remember and I probably won't. So we'll just move on. He had some line where he said, oh, you guys are giving me the blah, blah, blah. Uh. I don't remember what it is. Anyways, continue. All right. Uh, the match we were all waiting for. Heath Slater versus Rhino for a SmackDown Live contract if Heath Slater wins. Rhino actually brought up his uh, his big win last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had a little pre-match conversation backstage. Heath Slater was like, look, man, I got two kids, which then became four kids. Yep. Help me out. I need this win. And... Rhino goes, oh, I just won the Republican seat. Yep, they need I got to, constituents they to need, impress. Yeah, they to thank you, Brad. I would not have remembered that word. Like, what the? Like, they give a fuck how good you, like. <laughs> well, oh no, man. God. Hey, remember, when they were out voting, he was Gore and he Slater on a That's couch. That's true. That's very it's true. It's influencing the vote. Yep. Um, you might say it's smackdowning the vote. Ooh. Remember that? Can't I do remember that. Good. You remember Voter Die speaking of P. Diddy? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember that. Vote a die, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rhino really took it to Heath Slater for the most part in here. Uh, I liked Slater coming out in that free agent t-shirt. Yeah, me too. I like that a lot. Just, just a nice little touch mm. kind of thing. Uh, so Heath Slater's kids on commentary became two kids to four kids to then seven kids. Seven's a lot of kids. And uh, apparently Slater is married to his cousin. And, like, JBL and David Otunga were just having a field day with this on commentary. I like that they uh, they had Otunga bring up that they were in the Nexus together. That was the one thing where I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that, too. I'll allow it, Otunga. Like I'll that allow it. Talked about how Otunga bad brought it up. Yeah. He was like, and then so JBL goes, so you're cheering for Heath? And he's like, yeah, I'm pulling for Heath. And I was like, all right, fair enough. Like, Why you not? guys have a history. Yeah, that's okay. But even then, he's like. Yeah, I'm cheering for Heath. I hope so, I hope he wins. Yeah, it's, yeah I hope he wins. It's do or die for Heath Slater tonight. Oh, man. JBL, can you get me my sleepy time Heath tea? Heath Slater just picked up the victory. That would be more. Gore right. by Rhino. <laughs> my God. Um, yeah, Gore by Rhino. <laughs> so Rhino won. Yes. Nah, it didn't um, uh, surprise It's just funny because we're sleepy, but then occasionally we have to yell. Yeah. Um, Backstage, Brian wants to offer him a contract. Shane McMahon's like, you sure you want to do this? Brian goes, 
Yeah, like I think Heath Slater embodies the fighting spirit of the blue brand of SmackDown. And my God, was this comedically great for Slater to just come in yeah. and just be like, you know what? To hell with both of you. I don't care. I'm the hottest free agent here. None of y'all matter. Heath Slater, baby, I got seven kids to feed. Where's he going, though? Back to fucking Raw. <laughs> Try again there. You'll yeah. find something somewhere. And Foley's going to be like, oh, we told you. All our spots are filled. Jinder Mahal took the last one. Yeah. It's true. They can't How would sign we look if we person? just gave you a spot now? Yeah, it looked real bad on the thing I said two weeks ago. <laughs> this is wrestling. We don't change our minds all willy-nilly. Yeah, we don't flip on a dime. We're <laughs> wrestling fans. Carmella versus Natty. Ooh. During Carmella promo, Natty attacks from behind, but Kamaro, Car- Carmella. Kamaro? Carmella. Yeah, it's uh, Carmella's body with uh, Car- Carmella's ooh. head. Terrifying. I didn't even want to know how that was going to finish. Terrifying. Terrifying. fine. But Carmella was ready for it, and she got the jump on Natty. Uh, Natty was a suplex machine in this match, and I actually think her heel work is getting better. I agree. I think she's starting to find it a little bit. Like yeah. with the trash talking and mocking Carmella's thing. And I swear at one point she go, she went, bada boom, biggest fraud in the room to yeah. Carmella. And I was like, holy shit, she called her a fraud? She's a fraud. Shots fired. Fucking fraud. Put her on blast. Uh, do, 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 Natty hit a nice discus lariat. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Carmella hits her finisher. Like the match was like almost all natty, aside from Carmella getting the jump on the run out. Yeah. It, when you use that, sometimes it, it plays and sometimes it doesn't play. It didn't play and here. It didn't play here. And this and felt like Natty should have won. We're going to talk about it in the Cruiserweight Challenge, but I thought it didn't play there either in the Tajiri match. They did the same kind of thing. Mm. And I remember being like, ah, oh, that was weird. All right, so I got an AJ Styles and John Cena video package. Why aren't they on SmackDown? Do you guys know why? Got a head start on their way to Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because I'd seen beforehand, I think it was Boris was tweeting, and he said, like, ooh, SmackDown's going to be kind of a... Shallow. Like a skull and bones crew. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, I wonder who will be missing. Yeah, so, so a bunch of those guys got out uh, something to do with that overseas trip. Early. Okay. I remember I was That's on the show, flight. but I remember talking to, I think, Warren about it. That's a really long flight, so. Yeah. And, I mean, those guys are way too important to put yeah. on the same plane as all yeah. these other schmucks who are going over. <laughs> uh, guys, do you have any thoughts on this video package? Because I don't have anything. Nothing changed and nothing was updated. No. No. It, 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 nothing, yeah, nothing was added, so it was kind of just bringing. No, this is nothing, the kind of thing they would play before the match yeah, at the pay-per-view. Nothing in was fact, lost and nothing was gained, yeah. It with didn't, with uh, one promo added in at the end. Yeah. It didn't affect my feelings toward this match either. So Yeah, Which so are, it didn't hurt it at all. Are, are stru- uh, fairly positive for all of us? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Baron Corbin attacks Kalisto backstage, lifts him off the ground, which is kind of a cool visual. Says, this is for costing me my shot at the IC title. I'm glad he said that because I legitimately had no fucking idea why he was doing this. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? What's happening here? Uh, I got Ziggler and Ambrose versus the Wyatts. And I believe the Wyatts won. Is that correct? Uh, No. No. Oh, no. Dolph Ziggler won. Mm -hmm. Right? And that was a great way to build the contender by not having the champ pin uh, the Wyatts, but have Ziggler do it because... He's the whole thing here is him trying to prove he's good enough mm. and that he truly does deserve that spot. Yeah, they're pushing Ziggler hard and Ziggler, which is good because Ziggler needed the way harder push going into this. Because when he won that match, the first thing I was 
came to my head was like, this is good for him, but they need to light a fire under him now because he's spent the last how long being just nothing. Yeah, they get a lot of work to get him up to a believable a level. Yeah. Point. yeah. Studs and duds for SmackDown Live, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give my stud to American Alpha. I thought they looked really good. Yeah, they were, they put on a clinic. It was a good showcase for them. Yeah. I'll do my stud to Eva because I might never get another chance. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, I'd give it to the creative team behind Eva sure. on that one. I'll give uh, it to the I'll give it to the Eva build. Yeah, and I'm gonna <laughs> give uh, my stud to Scooby Doo. Okay. Jesus. Uh, duds. I'm gonna give. Um, what was really a dud on this show? Uh, David Otunga. I think that one might be unanimous. So yeah, that just caught like like Warren said. Get this man a Red Bull. Yeah, no, I hate it. Or hate it. inject him with an adrenaline shot or something. JBL should get a little taser and get to sit next to him. <laughs> and every time Ronaldo gets a little oh. too excited, yeah. he gets a, a shock. Yeah. I don't know, Tunga. Um, yeah, I will. Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Otunga too, I guess. Oh, no, I'll, I'll continue to give it to that fucking desk panel bullshit until they. There was lots of, of it this week. There was, but it, it was still there. It, the only time it appeared, aside from talking smack, was. Just Renee Young was sitting at it, and it was almost like they would like you're watching an NFL game, like the halftime. Well, they did yeah, the, they'd be like, "Oh, Renee Young at the the desk." They did the thing where Miz and oh, Miz Maurice and Maurice were like yeah. making out on it, and I actually thought that was really funny. It was a funny. Yeah, gig. I chose yeah. to not include that in my notes some, for some reason. But you could have done that anywhere, really. Yeah, I thought they, having they could have like, done that on, on a like sports set with the host trying to like mm. interview them was a, it was a funny image. Let's talk about Apollo Cruz. No, let's talk about Maurice. Yeah, how about Apollo Cruz? Yeah, uh, maybe my dad will be as much as I I did like I said I think Natty's improved a lot. I guess the my low point of the show is the Natty Carmella match, and but not, not even, because of Natty. No, and not even it was just the match didn't really do anything for me. It wasn't even that it was a terrible match. It's because the, the, some of these matches like that suck where somebody just dominates and then you're like, oh, finisher. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I thought SmackDown was better than Raw this week. Okay. Scotty, you? I also thought SmackDown was better than Raw this week. It is unanimous. The But the ultimate MVP of the week goes to the club for that doctor bit. That was pretty funny. All right. So uh, now with that, SmackDown takes the lead. They're up 2 nothing. Well, it depends how we're going to Oh, count. yeah. It's technically up 4-2. Okay. No, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, because we're doing it like every not a not one vote per week. No. Because I guess we could tie then. Well, yeah, because last week I was the only one that voted for SmackDown. They both voted for Raw. So yeah, then that, I guess that would be one one if you yeah. wanted to do it that way. Sure. You guys want to do it that way? Yeah. One one. Just who wins the one week? Is the week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it that way. From yeah. who is in? Let's studio. do it that way. Who wins the week? Is it a red week or is it a blue week? One one. Easier to keep track of for you two. Yeah. Even versus being like a zillion tallies. Even booking. All right. 50-50. Uh, excuse me. Oh, heavens. Let's do... Uh, Some next with NXT. Brando. NXT. Yes. Is there music for this? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first thing was the contract signing between Oscar uh, and Bailey, in which Bailey came out first, Oscar came out second, Bailey signed... And then Oscar went to shake her hand before she signed, and then Bailey cut. Was, was a pretty good emotional promo. Yeah, a lot of fire from her, and uh, said, "If you don't want to end up like you were last contract signing, which was when Nia Jax put her through a table, 
you'd best take that hand and sign that contract, which she did. And then she still didn't shake her hand, shouldered past her, left the ring, came back into the ring, which was kind of weird, and then went like face to face with her and a big stare down. I thought Oscar was going to stab her with the pen at one point because she just had this look in her eye. She was like, yelling, I'll okay, fucking do it. okay. Yeah, okay. okay. I, was like, like, I was like, oh, oh no. this is something in a murder scene. Yeah. She snapped. And like a J yeah, and a horror. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Good. I'm excited for for their match. Yeah, that's gonna be a real good match. Real good. I, like once again, not only does SummerSlam look stacked this year, but that NXT Brooklyn show looks phenomenal again. Mm -hmm. Like every time they've gone to Brooklyn, which is only the second time, they brought fire last time. So hopefully they can do it again. Early uh, early prediction for that match. I feel like Becky or not Becky Bailey continues to try to beat her, can't pin her. Can't pin her. She keeps kicking out, keeps kicking out. She finally gets frustrated and ends up like getting DQ'd because she wouldn't break the hold or something like that. Yeah. Not yeah. a heel. I'm not a heel turn by any means, but, but she, she just gets too frustrated but that she, she can't beat like, her. She loses it for, for, yeah. for a day. And that's Bailey. You think he's yeah. doing that? And then she and then she should hightail it out yeah. of there. Get out of there. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, you know what? I think it's going to be Bailey wins clean. And I just she's, don't think they do that to Oscar that quick. I know. You know I what? I think I really want Bailey to be a two-time champion. Me it's too. The only thing that uh, so, yeah, they keep talking about it, but that's that could easily just be talk. But literally, no one in NXT I, is two-time champion at anything except for the revival. Yeah, yeah. and I, I but I could see them giving that to Bailey because she's really the flagship well, of girl course. of yeah. of there. She was the right. last no, one, totally last one out. Um, but I could also see them protecting Oscar and being like. Oh, Oscar knocked her out with a kick or something like that, mm. and that like kind of protects Bailey because a little bit where it's like, oh, a lucky kick kind of got her kind of thing. But also, as we said in the past, being a two-time champ means that you've also lost it once. That is true. I mean, so. yeah, how, how many times you've won the title has always been one of the dumbest stats in wrestling. Mm -hmm. But here we stand. Uh, the authors of pain up next. They got a proper entrance today, and I was trying to decide if that was the first time I'd ever seen it. I think it is, Brando. Yeah. Normally, yeah, they, ever normally they either ambush or they just uh, they're already in the ring. Yeah, uh, they came out <laughs> and uh, squashed um, Rob Risen and Adrian Nails, who got squashed the week oh, prior. Oh, when I they think. kept saying this, I thought Rob or uh, Risen and Nails were the guys and authors of Pain. Oh, no. Fuck, I did not pay attention to this match very well I last actually night. don't know what their names are. He's uh, actually, I'm just looking on the WWE website, and that Rob Risen is listed as Rob Kimball, which is weird. Because they totally called him Rob Risen. Yeah, and he's billed as Rob Risen on here, too. Yeah, weird. Um, They won. It was a squash. They have some hard-hitting tag team finishers, yep. which is cool. Uh, the most noteworthy thing here is after they squash the guys, uh, TM61 uh, came flying out for what seemed like a the start of a program, and then they just got squashed real fast, too. So that was kind of a cool and unique way to do that because we've seen that run out 100 times and 99 out of 100. It's them clearing the ring and being like, this is our feud starting. Yep. But they got. We're work. saving these guys, but just so we can get to you, really. They got work, too. Way she goes. Um, next up, we got uh, Andrade. See, we, oh, first, I should note that the show kicked off with Bobby Roode saying something to William Regal in his hmm. office and then being like, oh, tonight's going to go fantastically. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas versus Angelo Dawkins. He, the, he's still stirring the bowl. 
I know. Still stirring invisible shit. He has so many like little odes to like sports references in his gimmick. Like the like the island Dawkins Island is a Revis Island thing. And uh, there's one the LeBron more. headbands. Yeah, the headbands. There's one more thing he did. I can't remember. Who stirred the bowl? That was a Seahawks baseball did thing. That yeah. for a while. Oh, was that? Yeah, I thought that was yeah. baseball first. It might have been. Yeah. I feel like it's just like that. that's like that's such a good thing to do for mix a character. It up. Mix yeah, it's it whenever someone or, when the rally was going, you'd mix it, get this, yeah. mix it up. Yeah, or like it's just like you're trying to like like stir shit up with like other tag teams or GMs or whatever. Uh, Cien almost won again. Uh, with his double knee in the corner, and then a hammerlock DDT, which I have not seen him use. No, yeah, that now. was new. Uh, most interesting thing happened here was after the match, also uh, when Bobby Roode comes out, glorious, with fucking fantastic I music. In, I will give in till I'm victorious. Seems to have it. a real good handle on his gimmick already, uh, and I think that CN almost has been kind of a bit of a bust so far, so. Underwhelming, either, to say yeah. The least. Either this is going to be rude going over, and almost is probably going to just kind of drift to a low part of the card uh, until it's time for a push for him or whatever. Or this is a way to actually make almost feel like a big yeah. main event guy. But I would say that this is just the first guy that rude beats, and that's the biggest problem with with that feud is that neither one of them should really be losing at this yeah. point. And it's always been kind like this one especially, but it's always kind of been a struggle with NXT where they do such a good job booking so many guys that a lot of their matches, it seems like, God, who's going to lose this one? Right. Both these guys seem like they're on their way up, which is great booking. Like that's a compliment to the promotion and how it's written is that when two guys fight, you're like, God, I can't really see either of these guys losing right now Mm. because they always just squash everyone on their way to the (laughs) pay-per-views. I think Bobby Roode's great. Me too. I'm very excited to see him. Kind of like a, like almost like a Triple H gimmick. In he kind of looks like Triple H with that's, his big handlebar. And, uh, Literally in TNA when he was like, his gimmick was it factor Bobby Roode. It was like, oh, you're the Triple H. You're the main event player yeah. of TNA. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Liv Morgan and Billy Kay. Uh, this match was a fine match. Obviously, they're putting the rocket on Billy Kay so she can be the next big diva. I really like Billy Kay. Yeah, me too. But I think me and Warren both agree that we really, really like Liv Morgan. I just don't know why they don't use one of their up-and-coming, on-the-verge-of-getting-a-contract talents for this sort of job or stuff. Like, I, Liv, Liv Morgan's obviously under contract. Yeah, like, where's Rachel Elling at? Where's yeah. Tessa Blanchard? Like, these people appear and then go away. Especially mm. when you lost. Like Nia's out, Bailey probably on her way out at some point. Like you're gonna lose yeah. out on some roster spots. You need to be building up. I mean, it's good that they're building up this Billy K chick because yeah, I like her too. But like, I don't know. Liv Morgan continues to job out, and I she don't think she's like, that bad. Yeah, she seems to have a good connection with the crowd yeah. and a good handle on her character and good entrance. Good entrance, yeah, yeah. So you would hope that she is not just a jobber in their eyes, but so mm. far she has been. Uh, Billy Kay wins that. Then we get Gargano and Ciampa versus Patrick Clark and Tucker Knight in their first match since they uh, tore it down in the Cruiserweight Challenge. Um, William Regal gave them a little, like, I hope you guys aren't, like, pissed off at each other because I'm giving you a title match at uh, Brooklyn. Uh, And they said, no, 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 we all good. Yeah. And then they went out and beat Patrick Clark and Tucker Knight in a squash match. I like those guys a lot. Uh, Gargano and Ciampa? Oh, yep. And Tucker Knight and yeah, oh fuck yeah, all four of them. My favorite tag teams right there. Between 
the fucking glorious bombs they've been doing on like Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram with Bobby Roode. The match they had on the CWC in the first round there with that emotional send-off where they sat beside each other at the end kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, that was great. This match this week, it seems like like Gargano and Champ are like the totally the in thing on the internet right now. Yeah. They're really like hot. Like they are the in thing for wrestling yep. right now. We uh like I and I think Warren thinks the same way is it's it's a good time to put the belts on them. No, oh, because yeah. they're as hot as they're ever likely gonna get on NXT. I, so. totally. I literally think they're gonna win at Brooklyn. Yeah. Timing's right. Uh Mojo Raleigh versus Mojo in what is, and this is a low bar, probably Mojo Raleigh's best match on TV ever. Yeah. Joe drug uh drug a good match out of him. Yep. Uh, but he lost. Smojo won with the Coquina Clutch. Then after the match, he put him in the Coquina Clutch again. And uh, Shinsuke came down to stop him. Bunch of security comes to keep him apart. They end up only holding Joe back. They all ran right past Shinsuke. <laughs> and just get held Joe. Joe back. Yeah. And then Shinsuke did uh, some funny stuff. Like yeah, he kind of taunted him, grabbed his nose. Slapped him around a little bit. And even when making physical contact, the security seemed to feel no need to back him up. Yeah. So this was, we were severely lacking some fair. Titus O'Neil in this. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a pretty decent uh, NXT. Yeah, uh, more for stuff that was happening after matches than for actual matches. But it felt uh, like a good one to help set up Brooklyn with it being two weeks away. Yeah, because I was kind of like I don't really know what matches they have for Brooklyn, and then they made a lot of matches here, and they hinted at what was going to happen because they also made uh, Aries, Aries versus and, No Way and No Way Jose. On, uh, tonight in a backstage segment. So, which did you guys notice that uh, in William Regal's kayfabe office, uh, the nuts? Yeah, the nuts <laughs> on the little podium. That was that was great. What a sick yeah. callback! That's awesome. Yeah, love it. Uh, speaking of that, did you see the uh, thing that they filmed for? Uh, I think it was just like a dot com video with William Regal getting a face massage. So he's like laying down on his back on this massage table, getting like a face massage. This was a recent thing. And then, uh, and then he has the the doctors kind of working on him, and then you see like Tajiri creep into the room and like comically, like cartoon esque, tap the massage guy on the shoulder and be like, "Yeah, get out of here, man." And then he gets out of there and he starts doing like acupuncture on William Regal's face, and then oh. Regal like opens his eyes and sees Tajiri and he's like. You get out of here! And Tajiri does his little high-pitched laugh. It's actually a really funny little skit. I didn't realize, because you told me about that. Well, I'll check that out. You told me about that, and I totally didn't realize it was, like, a current thing. I thought it was, like, something you had dragged up from, like, the old 2000s. Yep, it's on there. I think I just saw it on their YouTube earlier today. Good. That's awesome. That makes it even funnier. In fact, I'm going to find it right now, and I'm going to tweet it, so you can find it at Satpod. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, You guys will talk about Cruiserweight Challenge. Yep. Indeed. Speaking of Tajiri... Dina Tajiri. What a transition. There you go. Tajiri taking on Grandma Talik in uh, one of only two matches that aired today or yesterday. Uh, they are giving those matches more time. They're putting less of them on a show. Which is 100% for the better part. Yeah. As, like, as we get into like the top 16 or uh, the Elite Eight or whatever verbiage they want to go for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make these matches longer. And like, especially because I really don't care how long this goes. Like, it's not like I'm like, well, I need this to be over. Like, get some of these done because I want this tournament to be over. It's like, no, no, no. This thing can go on as long as oh, it yeah. wants. Like, this right is now, great this wrestling. is filling the hole on a Wednesday where Lucha Underground would be. Yeah. So it's like, oh, perfect. And it normally used to be NXT, then Lucha Underground. Now it's NXT, then CWC, and you're still getting just as much good wrestling. Yeah. And this was a, a really, really good match. Both the matches on this show were really, really good. 
Um, that second one. Oh. Yeah, the second one was better, and but not to take anything away from. Yeah, let's say on the first one for the I mean. uh, it's Tajiri versus uh, Gramatelik. Yep. Thank you. I totally blanked there. Versus. Verse versus. No, it's versus. Tomato, versus. tomato. No, nope. it's, it's tomato. Who the fuck no says tomato? Tomato. Tomato champa. Tomato champa. Tomato camper. Yeah, this was really good. It felt like I. My problem with the finish was the same thing that we talked about on that SmackDown finish, where it was Tajiri kicking the shit out of him, and he kind of feel the flow. And I know sometimes this works, and maybe it just didn't work for me this time. Uh, and then Tajiri or uh, Gramatelli just hit his finisher. Out of, like literally out of nowhere. Yeah. Like after taking a bunch of moves, and then I was like, "Oh, that's it. That's that's too bad." Um, You're like, "Oh, that's the call." All right. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I thought as much as I was rooting for Tajiri because I love Tajiri, Tajiri did not need to go farther than this in this tournament. I think it's really cool that Grandma Tally beat him and is going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good rub. Yeah. I, I think Grand Metallic, because he's signed. Like, he's one of the, the four who are already signed. Right. Uh, you yeah. can already see just, like, he's going to be something big. Like, I feel like they dropped the ball with Kalisto. Yes. I think Grand Actually, Ma- I, I, I think there's hope for Kalisto. There's still, still hope. I think they really dropped the ball with Sin Cara over the years. Well, like, that that well, one. Know, some, some of which is not their fault. I almost but... think Sin Cara was fucked to begin with. Sure. Like, between, like. The suspend the wellness suspension originally, and then doing like the double yeah. sin car angle, mm-hmm. uh, the fucking dumb lighting. Like I still I, think I think it was fucked from the get go. I think I still think Kalisto actually has a lot of charisma, which he, is weird for a luchador because he does lucha things. Yeah, but he like he's got a little bit of that Rey Mysterio like high voice underdog. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out there and give her my fucking all. They can't say that, but yeah. that's the gist of his promo. Oh, senor, I'm going to try my best. <laughs> yes. Well, that's just... Yeah. Too far. Too far. Too far. Too far, Scotty. Uh, you want to talk about the next match? Sure. The next match almost went the time limit, and it was Cedric Alexander against the guy who I always call Kobayashi, but his name is Kabu... Kobuta Bushi. Kenta Bushi. <laughs> Kobayashi is the hot dog eater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Golden Star, as I always call him. Yes. Uh, I right. originated that name because I couldn't remember his. Uh, he, uh, they, these guys tore it down, and uh, Kobayashi, Kabushi won. <laughs> Real good match. Yeah, man. him and Alexander, like, not necessarily a match of the year contender, but right now I think maybe one of the best matches of the CWC. I think the I think it was this one or Chomp and Gargano. Yeah, you know, yeah, that one like especially for like people who follow NXT. Yeah, and then like you hearing from like me and Boris and whatnot, like you were we were all invested, and that was a perfect match yeah. to close the first round out. And as a as a wrestling fan who is driven by story, that is the most story I'm going to get in one of these matches, yeah. especially because I have backstory. And then maybe these guys the, and maybe the final, right? Exactly. Because you've watched like, the guys like five matches or yeah. whatever. But the great thing about Chomp and Gargano is I've literally watched those guys for weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks now and know that they're like, oh, this is a tag team they're that buddies. are fighting against each other. And yeah. I was like, oh, now I'm now I'm I'm bathing in it now. You got me. And uh, then the match was also great. So spot of the match for sure, the fucking chop to the jaw. Yes. The spot, well, Alexander the, the, the spot of the match was probably Daniel Bryan's call of the sp- <laughs> <laughs> chop to the jaw. They chopped him in the jaw. <laughs> he got him right in, in the face. I love that. 
Um, my spot of the match actually was probably where uh, Cedric Alexander hit a brain buster and then he kicked out and then he got up immediately and booted him in the face and then he kicked out of that again and the crowd was just on fire for that whole. Well, and Cedric legitimately looked like he was about to cry. You yeah. Know? He's like, how, how did you do that? How come am I going to beat this guy? Yeah. That was really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kobayashi wins with the uh, Golden Star Bomb, they're calling yeah. now. No more last, last ride. ride power no bomb. more last ride. Yeah. Um, and uh, then the really cool spot, they, they go through the, like, oh, next week on, and then they come back to Cedric Alexander, waving to the crowd. The crowd's just giving it to him. Oh, I miss this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is dope, Scotty. Crowd's just giving it to him, uh, like, positively. Being yeah. Like, oh, sign this guy. Yeah, and sign then they're being guy. like, please sign Cedric. Yeah. Please sign Cedric. And Cedric was, like, tearing up, like, saying thank you, and Triple H comes out from the back and grabs around the shoulder and shakes his hand and gives a thumbs up to the crowd and like, takes says, him into the back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Sweet. That's yeah. really yeah, it cool. Was totally and it was so organic. unscripted. You could yeah. tell that Triple I H was standing Twitter there. I saw on Twitter people being like, oh, cool moment between Cedric and Triple H, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I must have missed it. Or yeah. maybe it was on the network or something that I didn't see. No, it was That's on so it cool. aired after their, like, next week, Brian Kendrick is just, that's sweet. Yeah. Uh, based yeah. on the fact that, like, going into this, of all the names I knew, yeah. Cedric was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cedric he tore it down. Good guy. Hell of a wrestler. Did really, really good in Ring of Honor. Happy for Cedric. Yeah. Me too. Excited. And they plus, seem to be signing the right guys. If the yeah. if the list is correct, it's the guys I that mean, I'm looking. I mean, honestly, you could fucking sign them all for all I care. Just for that put Sean Maluto guy's getting signed apparently. Put the ones that aren't quite ready yet, like your your ho ho luns. Yeah. Put them in the you know development. Get them in the performance center. Yeah. The ones that are ready, you put them some on NXT. Bring some up to RAW for that cruiserweight division. We're good. Uh, the two things I wanted to say on last week because I wasn't here was the one match between one of the Bollywood boys, the second Bollywood boy, and uh, whoever he wrestled. Gerv. Was that Gerv? Yeah, it was Gerv. Gerv um, was, uh, I think, far and away the worst match on this whole thing. Like, I thought it was, like, the one match where I looked at it and I was like, oh, God, these guys just were not ready. Yeah, and they didn't click. Stage. Yeah, they and didn't, didn't click. click at all. Yeah, It was like you almost wish the bracket could have been shuffled a little bit and been like, maybe if they each got a different guy, yeah. they'd be able to or have a Or a guy better... who could carry them a little bit more yeah. when neither of them looked like they were really capable of carrying each other. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was the uh, the guy who looked like Cesaro... It's tough to remember all Italian these names. Guy. The Italian guy. Uh, Slater or whatever? Uh, maybe. But maybe. anyway, he was fighting uh, the gentleman. Jack Buddy Gallagher? Gallag- yeah, Jack Gallagher. Gallagher. Oh, I, yeah. How big is I your love for love. Jack Gallagher? Yeah. I fucking Gallag- love Jack Gallagher. Her yeah, it's Gallag- guys. Gallagher. Gallagher. No, Gallagher. Yo, Gala hurt you. Yeah, there you um, go. B- there you go. Uh, <laughs> 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 the, uh, the spot where he... Took him from the guillotine and then flipped him up into the power bomb. I think it was one of the sickest moves I've ever seen. Fabian Eichner. Yeah. I don't know oh, where the fuck okay. he got Slater from. Isn't there a guy <laughs> called Xavier Slater in the Xavier Slater? Yeah. No, no Desmond you. Slater. It's Desmond Slater. Maybe. You yeah, that's a guy. He's like from Australia. Eichner is a great name. Uh yeah, I love that spot. Because it was just crazy power. And I know that guy's built like Cesaro and Gallagher. Is uh like a buck twenty soaking wet, so it's probably not that hard. But it was just yeah, he had him in the guillotine and then just like oh flipped him and power bombed him. It was great. 
I don't think there's a day, day Desmond Slater either. What was Xavier Slater? I don't. Desmond know. Xavier, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> one of the I thought there was a guy named Slater in there because I was like, oh, he Slater should manage this Why guy. They'd be the Slater brothers. Slater, Gators. Bring back Slater Gator. Um, <laughs> that's not the brand okay. that I want. There we go. Let's see here. Um, Damien Slater. Is oh, okay, name. cool. And he lost in the first round to Tajiri. Oh, poor sucker. It's a rough, uh, rough first draw. Yeah, for your first <laughs> match. You got the old statesman. <laughs> uh, I really having uh, a lot of fun with the cruiserweight challenge. I think it's my favorite it's wrestling good. on right now. So, yep. and it's the most pure wrestling of WWE right now. It's true. No storylines. I mean, Brandon just high fived over pure wrestling. Yeah, good. All right, uh, emails. First one, Han Solo. Subject line, a boat has flown, and it's Joey's boat. What are your guys' <laughs> thoughts on Joey Styles being fired from... Uh, oh, I didn't talk about that. ...being oh, fired shit, for doing that. a and a on Facebook where he called the three-man commentary teams horrible and questioned creative, uh, the creative directive of the company. Uh, like Boris said, why are people shooting at inappropriate times in the WWE? Uh, I didn't hear Boris say this, but I totally agree with him. Uh, I think you have no one to blame but yourself. And they didn't like they didn't say this is why we're firing this right. guy. It it's just convenient a, that I was like safe. two days beforehand. Yeah, or... I, he's been like that all the time since he went into that position on the whatever the fuck creative Dot content com. website. Yeah, whatever the fuck his job thing was. He's a vocal dude. He always has been. So I don't think that that's necessarily why, but. Maybe it could have even just... Been just been the straw that broke the camel's back. Too. Yeah. I don't know how bad what he said was. But, I mean, just don't talk shit about your employer. It's a good rule of thumb for life. They're paying you. True. Yeah, talk shit when you're outside of work and not on a totally. public social media. Burn all your bridges afterwards. Yeah. Just burn to the fucking ground. Uh, do you guys think the club should win the tag titles at SummerSlam or should the New Day retain and keep their record-breaking title reign alive? I think it's time for change. And New Day will retain over a year by the time of SummerSlam. Didn't they already hit a year? Nope. They're at 355 as of today. Okay. Uh, why wasn't Junior Mahal on Raw this week? Thanks, Hapwad Hansel. Oh, he's not going to ever wrestle. I uh, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Watch him be on like main event or superstars, whatever. Like, they still need is. those guys that are not on TV very often and work a lot of the dark matches before the shows. And I. Like, I'm glad he got a job and a contract, but I don't think he's going to be like a mainstay on television. Um, yeah, we we had seen him at a PWA show, and listen, I am no man to judge, but he was looking a little rotund right. as well. So he's got to get back in the gym, and maybe he's just not quite ring ready yet. Yeah, they had him so. wrestle or do what he had to do to win yep. that match in full regular street tire. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, next email from Jerry says uh, subject line Cesaro for SmackDown. Hey, dicks. You guys think Cesaro would have uh, Ziggler's spot right now if he was drafted to SmackDown? I can't but help but think about the missed opportunity here. I think Ziggler has been good in this spot anyway, but if it was Cesaro, it would be amazing. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, you know what? If Cesaro did get drafted to SmackDown, very well this could have been like not win the title, but hey, you're going to main event SummerSlam to a degree. Yeah, it. Uh, you could totally plug them in that exact same spot and do the exact same thing. With yeah, them. guys like like Cesaro and Ziggler are about two of the most interchangeable guys that they've had in a little while. In where they've been on the card, what they're capable of doing in matches, 
and kind of the fan reaction to them where it's they all funny, want though. them to be better. Because if Ziggler, like Ziggler in the spot right now, people are like, he's overrated. And then if it was Cesaro, would the gimmick be like he's underrated? I don't know. For me, Ziggler is like tenfold more charismatic than yeah. Cesaro. Yeah, he's a better target. But there's also sure. the factor that we have seen Ziggler win that big one before, and we haven't with Cesaro. Yeah. So that might have helped him too, but. Uh, SmackDown's tag division isn't looking very strong right now. No. Alpha is by far the best team, but maybe they can turn the Ascension into a legit title threat and there will be tag titles, right? Uh, yeah, apparently that's supposed to happen after SmackDown, I think is what... After SummerSlam? Or, uh, yeah, after yeah. SummerSlam is what I was reading. So. That makes sense. I think it's going to be like a tournament or... Uh, like, I think it's going to involve everybody. The way that they brought everyone out for mm -hmm. that kind of moment, it's either going to be... I mean, they don't have very many teams, so I don't know about a tournament, but... yeah. Uh, you could do maybe a four-corner tag match. Uh, is anyone else noticing this? Uh, that same tall guy with the long, dark hair in the front row at almost every event for the past six months? I want his job. I was originally only noticing at every pay-per-view, but now I'm seeing him on Raw every week, too. I'm thinking this guy must have won the lottery. I suppose I would do the same thing for a while <laughs> if I won. Sure. What would you guys do if you won the lottery? Oh. I totally know exactly what he's talking about. That one dude who's kind of tall, super skinny, and he's got a bit of, like, the AFI comb-over haircut. Oh, I don't I even totally think I've noticed I totally know who he's talking about. Uh, uh, if I won a lottery, first thing I'd do is I'd pay off all my mother's debt and my debt. Not that it's substantial, but probably buy the mother a house. And then in terms of, like, fun stuff for me, I think I would go travel for, like, two years and just hit, like, major cities all over the world. Sure. Because I am never more at peace than when I'm, like, away and, like, in another city and no cell phone and just being like, well, I'm just going to fucking live. I'm going to live. Watch me live. Warren, you want to come live with me in fucking New York and then Spain, somewhere in sure. Spain? I couldn't let's, name me a city in Spain. Let's do it. Uh, Portugal. You want to go to Portugal? I got, like, floods and fires down there right now, actually. Madrid. I think. Madrid. Spain. Let's go to Madrid. Go. Sure. Uh, Austria, uh, Sydney. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne. I couldn't see Warren being on a plane for that long. Well, it would be a private gym plane. Absolutely. That is true. Brandon won the lottery. We'd be playing fucking Overwatch, 10,000 yep, totally. 10, yeah. feet in the air. Hell, maybe even an air balloon. Fuck it. That seems like a terrible idea yeah, for us. It would be a long time. Yeah, um, yeah if I win the lottery, I'm going to fucking Mexico on a beach somewhere in the middle of fucking nowhere all by myself. Yeah. I'm going to stay there for like four months. And fucking thoroughly sit down and plan out exactly what I'm doing. Far yeah. away from anyone that they can't call me and be like, hey, man, you want to hook me up with a couple of milk? None of that shit. I'm going. I'm planning it out. Who gets what? Parents get this much. I get this much. Friends get this much. This specific friend gets this much. This specific friend, blah, 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 blah. But break it down get the and then come back, fire that all off, and then just go live somewhere. Big bulletin board on the beach. Big mansion. You, you take me to Mexico with you, though. Four or five dogs. And a housekeeper. Varying sizes. Yeah, like, I was like, like who's walking all these like dogs? All like the most different sizes of dogs. Yeah. Like you get like the big gray Danes, but then also the smallest chihuahuas. Nice little get. chihuahua in there. Yeah. But the chihuahua's pug? name is Yeah, Jumbo. I gotta get a pug. Fucking English bulldog. Yeah. Oh, Boston Terrier. Boston Terrier. Golden Retriever. English Cocker yeah, like Spaniel. Anything but a poodle, I think. Yeah, I'm not big on the poodles either. Uh, Scotty, what are you gonna do if you win the lottery? Uh, I'd probably... Pay off the debt that my parents do have, renovate that house because it's like the house I grew up in, and I'll probably inherit it one day. Mm. Um, 
Maybe I'd go to the States for like the first time. I don't know. Sure. I'm, I'm pretty lame with like travel <laughs> stuff. So go to California and smoke some sweet bud. Man. Yeah, I'd go to California, get real ripped and uh, <laughs> see a PWG show in Reseda. We made a big step today. Speaking of dope, you Did see we? this in the no. Mar- medical marijuana thing in Canada. If you have your license, your uh, prescription, whatever, you're, you're a medical marijuana user. Over oh, my glaucoma. You are now legally allowed to grow your own dope. Oh, sick. You got to get that uh, card. Two plants outside and three inside. I think it's how it works. Oh, really? Yeah. I should eventually try to see about going about getting that thing. Yeah. Do it. I could probably fake being really stressed out. Well, you just get the right doctor. You don't even need to fake it. She's like, hey, man, need another prescription. He's like, okay. Give me 50 bucks. I wonder if my weird private doctor would do that now. Maybe. You never know. These are things I ponder, but I don't want to ask. I feel like that'd be a weird conversation to have with a doctor. It's doctor. Patient confidentiality. They can't say shit to anyone. I'd want even to... if it does go south, it doesn't matter. Even if it does go south, yeah. don't worry. As long as you're not going to kill someone, right? Am I going to get... This is my ultimate thing. So, am I going to get weed for cheaper? Yes or no? Probably not because it's going to be taxed now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But am I going to get better weed because it's going to be grown by scientists for medical reasons? Yeah, they know what they're doing. They yeah, right? They're not going to fuck that up versus some, like, jabroni gangster. Right. Yeah. You think of all the smart people in the world and how they're not getting into weed because it's illegal? Right. What if it was legal? And yeah. you, you can get specific, like, types? Yeah. Like, of it? This is going to help you sleep. This is going to give you some energy in the morning. This, this is going to make like... you literally fly. Yeah. I know. Sometimes the worst thing is... is Maui, wowie. Maui, wowie. <laughs> Man, I should watch that fake when I get home. I would buy myself a girlfriend. Not a hooker. Nope. Like, a, like real, a Lana mail order Like bride? a real classy... No, like, I would, like, not go through a system. I would just go find, like, a real nice girl and be like, I have so much money, you'll mm-hmm. learn to live with me. And I'll make your what life just fuck? so easy. What the fuck? That's how you right? learn to live like, your life? That, that's what I'm going to do. That sounds like Weird. Not a, not a hooker, because that's just not... That's just gross. I'd almost prefer a hooker over that situation. No, yeah, like, the Brando situation is real up. fucked that's up. straight up where it's like, you're just doing this for the money. Yeah, but this girl would be just doing it for the money. Like, Brando, how could you live with yourself like that? The money just would, like, I just, we wouldn't have to talk about how we're doing it for the money. I'd be like, hey. But we both know. I'm not too bad. I'm super rich. Do you want a date? And then she'd be like, you're not too bad. And you are <laughs> super rich. Let's date. Right? Like like you see those guy those old men with trophy wives? Right. I'd get myself a trophy wife. But she'd be older or younger than you? She would be my age. Mm. Good answer, Brando. Yeah. That was the best answer you could have had there. It would be entirely normal except for the fact that I would never get here if I wasn't super rich. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that is that better? Does that sound better when I put it that no, way? No, no, I still no. Don't like you that still idea. sound really yeah. weak, no, like real like bad that. about it. Don't like that idea. At all. I'll put it out on the internet. Okay. When I get the money, sure, and be like, I'm super rich. Does anyone want to go for a date? Yeah. And then so I you're will doing pick the me. opposite of Warren. Where Warren's like, okay, I win this money, yeah, and I'm true. fucking right <laughs> off. You're gonna be yeah. like, Brandon's like putting it around. out here. Yeah. Like, Brandon's like, how much is a billboard? Man, oh, okay. Warren knows me well enough to know what I do even when it's I true. get a good paycheck. <laughs> it's, true. it's very true. Just going to the bar and literally throwing money at people. Yeah. I knocked that man's hat off at the strippers <laughs> once and then gave him a $20 bill yep. so he wouldn't hit me. We talked about that. Oh, How close were you to getting hit? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not it wasn't. close at all. No, he was good with it. Yeah. He was young, very young, like 18. Oh, so yeah. you're going to beat him up. Arguably yeah. 17. Probably not. Like he might not have been able to have been in there. Yeah. And just didn't want any attention. Yeah. Well, he got 20 bucks, so. 
Uh, Jerry wraps up by saying, remember when you guys asked, if you could pick any five stars to start a new wrestling promotion, who would it be? I do remember that question. Scotty wanted to pick Alberto El Patron. What a wiener. Granted, yeah, in hindsight, that's not a very good pick. Granted, this was before the WWE brought him back and ran him into the ground, but still, terrible pick. Thanks, guys. Jerry, the internet nobody. Oh. <laughs> Get back to your hole, Jerry. Dong Talk Rio. to you later. Dong Rio. Dong Rio over here. Art Middleton wrote us a fucking novel. <clears throat> Do we have like two novel emails this week? Probably don't three, because we? Miz is in there too. Fucking shit. Uh, good day, gentlemen. First, thank you for the constant shoutouts. I think my name was mentioned three times in last week's show, which is truly flattering, and I hope this puts me in the rank of good friend of the show, which I'm honored by. As such, I feel I should email in and share a couple of thoughts and maybe get your thought guys' thoughts in kind. Uh, yeah, Art designed our T-shirt, which you can get right now at whatamaneuver.net. Good plug. I'm not thrilled with the cross-promotion stuff, re-Brock versus Orton myself, but as I said... It kind of has to happen because video promos uh, to hype the match only go so far, especially when you consider these two don't have an actual past history outside of a lame, they were in the same development class bit, which really isn't much to go by. That said, I wish both guys had been drafted the same brand or when Daniel and Mick met, they worked out a trade so that there was no more invading. Yeah, we kind of talked about that too. Uh, I'm willing to overlook this for now because of the big, uh, how big the match is going to be. But mo- going, moving forward, WWE can't keep doing cross-promotional stuff, at least not every month, save it for Mania and SummerSlam. Totally agree. You have your, your crossover brands or your crossover pay-per-views where you can do these matches. Uh, just stick it to that. It doesn't need to be happening every month. No. Uh, and not even every time they cross paths, I don't think. Not every joint pay-per-view. Should no, be doing this. Like, build a match have a lot separately. Of, yeah, you have a lot of good pay-per-views that are entirely Raw matches and SmackDown matches, even mm-hmm. though they're both having on the on the same show. Look at like look at a look at a like a rap beef. What, yeah. Who did Drake Drake beef with Meek Mill or some? Scott is right up your alley. Fucking schmuck. Yeah, I fucking love Drake, and they don't totally respond until appeal. they hear the other guy's response. So right. you have one guy fire a shot on Monday, the next guy fires a shot on Tuesday, and then you wait till Monday so that that first guy can fire another shot. Yeah, yeah but that, that one other guy gets fucking six days to be creative. The other guy's got to respond yeah, in that's a true. day. That's true. It doesn't matter. Drake still won. Drake's a bitch. <laughs> I thought SmackDown was better than Raw this week, but overall, I thought both shows this week were a bunch of meh. Things I am okay with, SmackDown being meh, simply because SmackDown being meh is still better than what it's been the past few years. True. Yep. It's still like a meh now is still like four or five points above what it usually was. I made I make a point of my day to sit down and watch SmackDown at some point. Yep. I never did that. Never. Do you guys find yourselves judging the two shows based on what they have been in the past, or is it simply a case of having lower expectations based on the kind of draft SmackDown had, which we all agree was kind of poor? Um, no. I, I just do week by week. I don't really be like, ooh, especially now, I don't take them to consider that. Like, SmackDown used to be the B show. I'm really like, okay, it's got its own roster. It's mm. supposed to be its own unique thing with its own tone and style. And I don't really think anything like of it, really. I just, yeah, when after I watch SmackDown, I sit there and go, okay, which one did I enjoy more? Right. And I think it's tougher for me with SmackDown because it's shorter that I just like the shorter shows so much more that I'm just inclined to go that way anyway. So mm. I really have to remove that from the equation. But I just think that SmackDown the past two weeks has put on just like more entertaining shows. There's been more progression. There's been more stuff that I'm interested in. The Ziggler stuff has me fucking, I'm so into that right now. Yeah, yeah. real fired up for like the Ambrose Ziggler yeah. angle. 
And that said, Raw's doing some good things too. Like I said, that the the primetime players match is a match that if you would have told me that that's going to happen two weeks ago, probably would have rolled my eyes. But I'm weirdly into that build. Yeah, and they probably don't get a shot if not for the draft. So right. Yeah. So I uh, a big thing I agree with you on is just like the SmackDown is just such a comfortable length mm. for me. Like it just feels like it's getting to the end right when I'm kind of ready to be done watching wrestling for the night. Mm. Whereas Raw, there's always one of those three hours where I was like, holy fuck, did that take a long time to get through? Uh, by the way, Scotty, keep doing the Scott Down Syndrome recaps the way you want to do them. How else are we going to get the golden gems of vocal loquaciousness that you gift to us every week? I know, I'm the fucking most gifted talker on this podcast. Every notice, time I get on this mic, I spit gold. You will notice that last week when Boris was saying he was giving you crap for the way that you were recapping, Yeah, I didn't say a word. Because I want you to do it your way because it's it's pure gold. That's what I said to him, Brando, last week. And I texted Boris last week and said, my idea of letting Scotty do SmackDown might be the greatest idea I've ever had on this podcast ever. Is it because genuinely? Or do you do no, this that's to- not, that's not tongue-in-cheek at all. Okay. I came out of last week. I came home. You can even ask Brando. I came home being like, you, you, I can't wait for next week. I can't wait for SmackDown. Well, thank it's you. different. Well, thank you. Can confirm. So you keep doing you, Scotty. I will. If anybody Never will, change. It, Art, if you want to make me a Scott Down Live, <laughs> just Scott Down Live yeah. thing, I'll put it on Twitter. Okay. Uh, lastly, here we go. This is the juicy part. I'm calling Brandon the Miz guy out. Oh, shit. Where is the Miz cast? I was promised a future guest spot on the Miz cast, which I've been, excuse me, which I've been eagerly waiting on as I have plenty of hot wrestling takes. <sighs> a little indigestion there. Hot wrestling takes to share with the world as well as a respectful admiration for The Miz. Consider this a warning, Miz guy, if that is your real name. Give us the Satpod Galaxy, our Miz cast, or I will be forced to start my own podcast called the Baron Corbin's Banter Corner. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Baron Corbin needs a show. Where <laughs> you know I, what? WWE's got to get on the podcast bandwagon. Uh, where I will bury the Miz once and for all and proclaim all my respectful admiration towards the future IC and world champ, Baron Corbin. Step it up, Miz guy. You're slacking. As for the rest of you all, keep up the great work, guys, and let that sailboat fly. Game time art. I'm waiting for that. Uh, also, there's another Photoshop I want. I want that boat flying with all four of us on it. I just remind, like, I, every time I hear the expression, I think of the Peter Pan ship flying yep. over London. Me too. Oh, man. Me too. I didn't even think about that. Doesn't count, though. That had pixie dust. That's that true. You can't. And the power of uh, positive thinking. Right. POP. One time again, hold, hold them down. Hold it up. One time, somebody offered me some pixie dust, and I respectfully declined. I don't think that was, that's different. Uh, I used to be able to get pixie dust, uh, pixie dust. At uh, the mini marts, like the, the little tubes full of sugar. At the good pixie old bodega. Sticks. Oh, that's pixie stick. Not pixie. Well, pixie, <laughs> pixie dust. dust. Pixie dust was in them, right? No, man, that's fucking so. crack. I think it's just sugar. It was just sugar. Yeah. Could have been, I guess. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I don't know. You're no scientist. Uh, Ty writes in an email. Subject line: Connor versus WWE. Oh yes, we didn't talk about this. Uh, what's up, you savages? Mm. Can we take a minute to talk about the madness that is Conor McGregor versus WWE? Who's this email is from? this a work? Conor McGregor. Ty. If oh. the notorious one was the work, was to work a program at WrestleMania, who would you put him up against? We've seen Mike Tyson step into the squared circle, as with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and that's the end of that question. I would put him up against John Cena. Sure. 100%. Because I think John Cena is just like, 
the exact opposite. Like he's the same as Conor McGregor in that he's kind of the face right now, but he's the opposite. Like when he's going after wrestlers for being pussies and wrestling being fake, John Cena is the guy who is going to be the most vocally against that mm. because he's kind of dedicated his life to it. So I think from a uh, promo and a build standpoint is John Cena. And also from a, if you have to put Conor McGregor in a match with someone, a wrestling match, you probably want a guy who knows his way around a wrestling ring, but yep. is also not a guy who's like, I'm going to need you to sell a Hurricane Rana for me. Sure. I like that. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a work. No, me neither. No. I think it's just him trying to get himself over and, you know, get exposure for the next big fight. Here's the way that I see it. I've, I've thought this through several times. And the thing that blows my mind the most is the fact that all these wrestlers are responding to him, being like, well, like Roman Reigns saying, you're the size of my leg, shut up. Yeah. How do these wrestlers not know that he, like, this is so clearly just him It's like trying inter- to rile people up. Don't respond to internet trolls. This is what wrestlers do for a living. Yeah. How do you not see that, that anyways? Unless all the wrestlers are just like, the point. all the wrestlers are just like, I got to have a real good snappy comeback because then when this becomes a match, I need to be the guy. Well, WWE.com yeah. does have the... an article up right now of, look at all the WWE wrestlers responding to Conor McGregor. Um, anyways, the way that I see it is that Conor McGregor's a smart dude. He knows how to sell a fight. And as much as UFC slash MMA fans want to say that they don't need any sort of backstory or any sort of story to make a fight mean something, they do. It does. You you see Daniel Cormier and John Bones Jones. Those two legitimately hate each other. They threw barbs back and forth at the press conference. It was a fight that everyone wanted to see, as opposed to two guys that are good friends and go in there respecting each other. Sure, it's a good fight, maybe, but leading up to it, you're not as hyped going into it. So, Conor McGregor knows how to sell a fight. He saw the success of UFC 200 with Brock Lesnar and the massive amount of wrestling fans that that man brought in to watch that UFC show. So when this question gets asked to him on this conference call, hey, would you ever think he might cross over to the WWE? He sees money signs flashing in front of him. Yep. I'm going to piss off these wrestling fans because when I say wrestling is, or the wrestlers are pussies and half of them are juiced up, wrestling fans are going to get super pissed off and they're going to buy this fight in hopes to see me get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, and then if I ever go to the WWE, they're going to get that fight to want to see me get knocked the fuck out. Exactly. And I listened to the clip of him that where he said this, and he also said uh, Triple H is yep. a Don, yep. Vince McMahon is a Don, the yep. whole McMahon family's a Don, meaning to me that this is not a work, because if it was a work and he had some sort of plan with Vince McMahon, Vince would be the first guy to say, Throw me under the bus. Call yeah. me a dumbass. Right. So to me, that just feels like McGregor didn't want to actually piss off the boss. Right. And it means that he didn't actually talk to him. Right. That's my logic. Also, The Rock is a Don. Logic. Yeah, he did say The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Triple H, The Rock, and the McMahons huh? are the guys. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. Dons. Uh, okay. Unreal. Ty says, and in the last episode uh, or two, you guys talked about obscure tag teams, which were just two single superstars paired up whether they were working a program or just paired together. Mm. Who's your favorite obscure tag team? I'll pick Matt Hardy with MVP. Cheers, at Grizz4327. That's a good one. I really like Team Hell No. Yeah. Uh, Team Hell No is a good pick. Uh, I do like the Matt Hardy MVP one. Mm. Um, Lance Storm and Chris Jericho, even though the Heat Seekers were a tag team, it was just such an odd fit, like an odd couple. Yeah. I'm trying to think of... Some other ones? Hmm. The guys who just kind of came together for a while. 
Remember when Benoit and Rhino were together for a bit? Yep. That's probably a good one for me. Because I love both those guys. And when they came together, I'm like, well, this works. Edge and Rey Mysterio was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Edge did Rey a lot Mysterio of Rey Mysterio and Batista was actually pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, too. Batista and Eddie as well. Yeah. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Those are some of them. All right. Whew. All right. Jason writes in another novel. Uh, subject line, meet the new booze, same as the old booze. <laughs> uh, here we are on the third week of the brand extension, and we have already reverted back to the same bad habits and lazy-ass writing that seemed to plague the previous era of WWE television, quote-unquote era. I put off writing this email to give myself time to cool down after I became very, very angry at the way Raw ended this past Monday and figured that a few days would do me some good. I was kind of right. While I am calmer and more coherent, I think the four angry orchards with shots of fireball whiskey I had during Raw didn't help. I am still angry. Fuck, I love fireball whiskey. Uh, what's what's angry orchard? Angry orchard? orchard? It's a cider. Oh, okay, like a like a tall boy cider, kind of like. A uh, yeah, it comes in bubble. bottles as well. Okay. Uh, for weeks during the build up to the draft, we were told promises of changes and new things that it wouldn't be the same old, same old, and they didn't even make it a month. The constant promotion of Daniel Bryan on the show only for it to be a pointless uh, compliment fest, starting off the show with long promo segments and blatantly sacrificing performers that the audience wants to see and get behind, just try uh, just try get a crowd frenzied enough to claim they were excited for someone else. Uh, it's that last one that really gets me, and it's um, because it was Reigns, but because it's, and not because it was Reigns, I'm assuming, but because it was lazy writing, uh, the impromptu title match between Rusev and Cesaro was good. The crowd was really into it, and it just felt like something uh, could be happening. Instead, here comes Sheamus, which does uh, make sense, being that Cesaro beat him earlier, uh, and this way he ruins the title shot. But the crowd still deflates. Then, for no reason, Reigns shows up and is the one uh, standing tall at the end. But why? It should not matter to Reigns who is the U.S. championship because he already has his shot coming up. He has no real established relationship with Cesaro. He didn't rush to the ring to help him. He just stood on the ramp, posing when it was over. The writers took a very lazy path to get a big pop on one guy instead of putting in the effort to actually build up multiple performers at one time and set up some long-term stories. I'm not bitching that Cesaro didn't win. I would have preferred that he didn't by having their match go to the point uh, they had to call it for time. Now, that would have been a cool way to do it. Uh, both Cesaro and Rusev looking strong and no one getting devalued. And then you have a program for after SummerSlam that is ready to go. Thanks for letting me take up all this time and sorry for the long email. Yeah, creative was pretty lazy there. Some good points, though. In there that, was like salient points. <laughs> like why, why, yeah, why did we need to have Reigns at the end there? Because he's your biggest guy on the I still part of the want card. to shove Reigns down your throat at least a little bit. It, on the mid card level, yeah. you're now. Mm. And you need to say, like, you say on the mid card level, he closed the show. They still want Roman Reigns closing shows, I think. Yeah. It just seems like, from a logic point, though, like Rusev didn't get the upper hand on him in that segment before. Reigns did. If Rusev would have done something, like put him in the accolade, mm. then that gives a reason for him to come out and spear him at the end. But he didn't. Reigns got the last laugh already and then came out and got another last laugh. Yeah. You don't I like know. laughing? They just, they just seem to want to force him down our throat so much, and I'm not really cool with that either. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, 
I, I, I wish it was someone else, but I get with it being Roman. Like, I, this didn't surprise me at all. Like, that Roman would close out a show still. Like, I know he's mm. not the main event guy, but I th- I still think they have their guys they want closing out shows, and I don't think those guys are Rusev and Cesaro. No. But I agree from a logical standpoint, you could find a better way to do it. And finally, uh, email from Brandon, a hey, Miz guy. Subject line, bracking news, I'm back, motherfuckers. With a whole bunch of money signs in there. Gentlemen, I am arrived. After an extensive leaf of absence, I come to you to discuss the that happenings of the WWE universes. With the seventh annual Summerfest less than two weeks away, I cannot help but be scared for the Miz. He's matched up with a young warrior, Apollo Cruz, who will be looking to go the distance with Mike in the ring and steal his championship. I know what Brando is thinking. Shouldn't I have believed that Miz can take down all comers? I do, Brando. <laughs> I'm sorry then. <laughs> Except for the fact that Apollo Cruz is a young lion. He's hard hitting, soft spoken, a dynamic aerosol moveset. Uh, you got a mad aerosol cans, bro. Uh, he's even. gonna go all out to beat down Mike because Mike symbolizes all the Apollo has failed at. Mike is a better marine, a better actor, better gorgeous. He's better gorgeous. I'll agree with that. Apollo has to live in the shadow of his father, the late great talent Terry Crews. Well, uh, he's not dead, and I don't think that's his real father. So that's two things there. No, it's not. It's not his real. Cruz is not his real last name. <laughs> Nothing will stop Apollo. The ref is going to have to save Mike's life unless Miz digs down deep. Oh, no. Miz digs down and releases his inner lucha spirit. Mike is going to need to look to his past to move to the future, which is why August 21st will be sexual mocklet Apollo, Apollo Cruz versus the Calgary Kid. Mike Mazanin, it is going to be the fight of the night. Calgary Kid, that's not a bad little callback, actually. Uh, also, Connor McDavid appears to have started a war <laughs> with the WWE brand. Uh, I know Big Brad Boris is uh, not a fan Big of, Brad su- Boris? of oh, superstars. That's what got Scott. <laughs> that's the line. I know, I'm quiet for most of the CMO until now. That was funny. Already flip-flopping on shows, but WWE needs to bring McGregor in. So he said McGregor that time in for the Royal Rumble and have him fight all the superstars, then we will see who is right and who is not right. That's how you decide who is right is by wrestling. I mean, that would be kind of a cool way to bring him in, though. Just have him show up in the Rumble. Have him knock out, like, two people. And then he doesn't have to proper wrestle. He can just go in there and brawl, throw people over the ropes, and then get destroyed by fucking Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar. That would be kind of cool, too. (laughs) Lesnar come up and be like, pick him up by the head with one hand and just, No. Uh, looking at the calendar, is shows WWE will be stopping in you neck of the woods, and as the handler of the worst in the world, Colton Kelly, I want to start a Twitter campaign to get Colton Kelly a fight with Braun Strowman in Edmonton this October. Colton has all the high, high flying techniques to squeeze out a win against Big Show, against Big Showman, and win that prize money. There's, if we get CK this match. I'll fly out, and we'll have ourselves a great night. Box seats with all the wine and ganja we need. Hashtag Colton for WWE Edmonton. I love ganja. Um, Who doesn't? 
you know, it's funny, like it's not going to happen, but how close that could be to happening. Like when you say, oh, if Braun Strowman was going to work the live show and they did want to have keep that local, local jobber, jobber thing going. PWA is one of the pools that sure. I'd have to imagine they'd grab from. Sure. I like to think they're probably like the biggest pool they'd grab yeah. from. Yeah. Sure. So then, like, but that out. said, I don't think like I think like they would reach out to the PWA, and, then, and the PWA would be like this guy, yeah. Which I'm not we sure that that's Colton Kelly. Probably not yeah. Colton. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It should be. Sure, you're shaking your fist. We now. all There's agree few, it should be a few veterans that might have might have uh, been around for a bit longer. But uh, finally, it says, and finally, I want to address at Game Time Smart on the program. Uh, it says, are our listeners feuding now? Like, yep. what the fuck? Yep. I got the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. I got the burgers that I just, just got, got burgers. burgers. That was uh, late Terry Curtis. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Cheeseburger Eddie. You want to start a war of the words? I'm here to star a fight. Uh, question mark. Uh, the thing about street fights is the street always wins. Podcast is coming. And game time, my boot is coming straight up your ass. Ms. Guy. Peace, ninjas. Boat. There you have it. We have our first uh, Satpod fan feud. There you go. Feud of the year? Uh, Satpod fan feud of the year, yes. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fan feud of the year. All right, we made it. Uh, what did I pick for the uh, – let's just have a look here. Oh, right, SummerSlam 2004, because that's what I'm watching right now. And it's uh it's Rush, really, really. Which I didn't remember at all, but it's uh yeah it's Summertime Blues by Rush. There you go. Oh, I remember when this was when they had this song. I listened to it a bit earlier and I didn't recognize it. But on of course on the network it's not actually that song. Yeah. It's some generic fucking thing. No, I do remember when they had this actually. On this card, uh, we got uh, Rob Van Dam defeating Rene Dupree in a singles match. The Dudley Boys, Bubba, Devon, and Spike, with Spike as their leader, which is actually a really cool gimmick that I kind of forgot about, defeated Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman, and Paul London. Uh, Kidman and London were the tag team champs on SmackDown at the time. Kane defeated Matt Hardy with Lita in a Till Death Do Us Part match. Uh, John Cena defeated Booker T in uh, match one of the best of five series for the United States Championship. Booker T did a lot of best ofs. Yeah, he did. Booker T was a guy who you knew by, like, the third match. He was like, he hits gold with a guy, generally. Yeah. Edge defended his Intercontinental Championship against Chris Jericho and Batista. A big win for Edge at that point. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle defeated Eddie Guerrero by submission with Luther Reigns in his quarter. <laughs> Cousin of Roman, I believe. <laughs> Isn't that Batista? No. No. That Batista was Deacon Batista. Oh, Deacon, yeah. Triple H uh, defeated Eugene in a singles match, 14 minutes. Good God. JBL defended his WWE championship against The Undertaker via disqualification. Orlando Jordan in JBL's corner for that one. Right. And, of course, the the worst match of all time and the reason that I've always hated Randy Orton. Randy Orton defeats Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, There's security here who seems to be trying to get at us. Why? I don't know. All right. Oh, well. no, it's my mom. Okay. Nice. Cat, probably rolling out. Want to go there? Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Some, hey, something's well, happening. Just, uh, what? what's he doing? 
He's got his headphones on. And I don't have my cell phone. Oh, okay. We, we got no, Scotty's no mom on the podcast. Okay. I'm rolling out, guys. Scotty. See you, Scotty. Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Bye. Bye. What the fuck just happened? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, Warren. Oh, I hope God. that picked up on the mic. It totally did. I could hear it. If I could hear it, it's on the podcast somewhere. So we got to meet Scotty's mom today, who came to pick him up and didn't have her cell phone, apparently. She couldn't text him. She showed up with like the 400 pound security guy. (laughs) And that security guy walks by here quite often. Yeah. And just pokes his head, see what's going on. I usually give him like a little tip with a cap or a wave to be like, hey, we're supposed to be in here. Just keep moving along. Yeah. And I did that. And then I look back at you and I could tell out of the corner of my eye he was still standing there. So I was like, I like looked back over and he was like pointing at Scotty. He's like tapping on the glass and pointing at Scotty. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then the lady came up. He, uh, he, he, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Why would you bring a stranger up here? No, she, she could have killed us. It could have been, it, she could just say that she's someone's mom. And then shoot us. Exactly. Warren, what were you even saying? We were talking about uh, why I hate Randy Orton. Oh, because he'd be Chris Benoit. Yeah, yeah, that was sad. I hated him. I remember tuning into that Raw afterwards because I was a kid and couldn't get pay-per-views at the time. And just being fucking devastated. He, no, no, Randy Orton did not just beat Chris Benoit. Did he, uh, when he flipped face, did that help at all? Or did you nope. keep hating him? No, nope. yeah. still hated him. Fuck this guy. See, this was better for me because I liked Randy Orton mm-hmm. prior to him. Be- I didn't want him to beat Benoit by any stretch, but I liked him enough sure. that when he beat Benoit, I was like, yeah, this guy's going to be a big deal. And then when he flipped face, I was like, good, I can cheer for you now. Okay, well, I, I recalibrate a little bit. I'm kind of off my... Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Let's just... We'll just wrap it bring up. It, bring it home. <laughs> uh, you can f- write us an email like everyone else did. Sapot316, yahoo.com. Try and keep them short. We love the emails. At least have a question in there, maybe. Yeah. Like, like, you can rant all you want, Jason, but throw it in a question at least. Yeah. That's all I ask. Maybe put it right at the beginning. Yeah. And then Warren can read the and rant just himself. <laughs> let it all rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love the emails. You can send them to us as much as you want. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SatPod. Uh, I'm at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Rando1990. Uh, at ScottBox64 as well. Scotty's at home. I don't know what uh, his mother took him home. If, I don't know if his mother has a Twitter account, but grabbed him by the ear and hauled his ass out of here. A kid needs to get a goddamn driver's license so bad. Like, come on. I wish my mom was here to take me home. Scotty's mom on the (laughs) podcast. Oh, I love it. Okay, uh, (laughs) we're listening to (laughs) Rush, Summertime Blues on the way out. We'll be back next Thursday uh, with another podcast. (sighs) Enjoy your week. You want to do a Scottyism? No, done with the mom. I think think the whole whole mom thing is the Scottyism (laughs) for this week. So we'll be back next week.
summertime. Summertime blue. 